Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Tuesday. It is October 1st. My name is Jim, and as always, I am joined on the other side of this window by the one and only, the esteemed, the award-winning, Edward Barrington Geick IV. Good evening, Eddie. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Doing great. Loving it. Hockey season's upon us. Two days away, my friend. That's right. Uh, we got uh, puck action. We've got the New York Rangers starting their season in a couple of days. Uh, what can be better? I mean, it, fall is here. It's crisp. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, tomorrow's going to be a crisp 88 degrees uh, here in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I don't know what it's going to be. I haven't checked the weather. But then we are going to plummet quickly into fall, from what I understand. According to, uh, according to Blue Shirt Underground meteorologist, storm field baseball is over football is over for me being the jets fan that i am so i'm left with my hockey and i am ecstatic to see the greatest sport on earth as far as i'm concerned to resume so i am peppered i am jazzed i am caffeinated about this season. Now, you're already declaring the football season over? Oh, please. An accursed team I root for. They will something crazy will even happen even if the quarterback comes back. It's it's an atrocious it's an atrocity <laughs> every year. So, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm so hopeful. I am uh so hopeful for the New York Rangers this year. Uh Still in the rebuilding process, I believe. Yes. Uh, we're going to see how their, uh, their their rebuilding has done so far this year. So I'm 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 hopeful, uh, and I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. God damn it! That's what I'm getting trying to say. I'm trying to be all with all these words and all this stuff. I'm trying to be all professional because Russ Cohen's in the wings. I want to impress him, but you know what? I'm goddamn happy. <laughs> well, 
You want to? Russ is ready to go. You want to bring Russ right on without bring further right on. without Let's further ado? Let's right. make it a party. All right, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Returning, but making his debut on the Blue Shirt Underground Show on live on video, the author of hundreds and hundreds of New York Rangers books, and the author of several Mets books and. Other assorted books. He's a uh, Dancing with the Stars finalist. He is the one and only Russ Cohen. Russ, good evening. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. How are you? Good, Jim. Good, Eddie. How are you? Oh, Very look, at, I, I love it. it. It all worked, Eddie. He's here. We've got video. We've got audio. It Isn't all it, worked. I'm in this little box. When you, and, when you, and when you turned me on, the box got smaller. But other than that, it's great. You guys have a nice big box. And Russ, I've got a little one, but oh, whatever. Russ, Russ, if you ever say when you turn me on ever again, <laughs> I'm af- I'm afraid we're gonna we're gonna have to end this. Uh, anyway, good to see you. Good to see you. Same Everybody way. in the chat room is clapping or applauding you. Uh, is happy to see you. She was very excited that you were coming on the show tonight. So uh, welcome. So let's get right to it. <clears throat> the Rangers have uh, announced their their roster. Were there any surprises in your mind? Yeah, there were a bunch. Uh, all right, so let's let's start at the top. So I thought it was kind of weird that David Quinn was sort of telling Philip Heedle that, hey, you've got a chance at the second-line center job. So he gave him a chance. He didn't pass the test. So then instead of moving him to the wing and putting one of the other guys at center, they just sent him down. Now, did Michael Haley take his spot? Boy, I hope not, but – you know, you could make the argument that maybe he did. What I believe is happening here is based on the new face-off rule because you now can choose the side of the ice that you want to do a face-off. Teams are now going to make sure they have, like, lefty-righty face-off options on the ice almost at all times. So this way they have flexibility. So I believe they're going to have him try and play a little bit more center down there, but not necessarily – to play the center position at the NHL, but just so he can work on his face-offs. So I hope that's all it is because I didn't think – I mean, I know he didn't have the greatest of preseasons, but I saw him about a week ago or less when I saw you, Jim, and I thought he was fine. End of the day, maybe it's only temporary. So we move that aside. Uh, I think Leah Anderson playing as well as he did in, in preseason also put things sort of – you know, a skew for, for some of the other guys, but I'm, but I'm happy for him. Am I happy that Ryan Strom's the starting second line center? No, but he's like a placeholder at this point. Like there's not much you could do about that. Now, Vitaly Kratzoff, with that game that we saw, we felt like he played really well. He's played against men. I get it. If you want to sort of get him to play the Ranger way, if that's even a thing yet. So, well, I mean, cause I don't know if it is, I'll be honest. I don't know. So maybe they're just playing it safe with him. Now he, I would have play center for Hartford because if you want to have your biggest bang for the buck and possibly having that real second line center, it's Kratzoff. It's not going to be Heedle, at least in my mind. So maybe that's what they're doing with him because Kratzoff, you know, just as you know, last winter was playing center for the Russian team in the world junior. So He's not that far off probably from being able to play center. He probably could have played wing in the NHL, but now they've got other guys there. You know, Nemestikov's probably taken up his spot. 
But see, now that's where the center wing thing comes in here, right? Because right. of the face-off rule. Everybody's freaking out over the, the face-off rule, and they, they want to have the best team out there for that. So now this has sort of opened the door for teams to keep more veterans and send more of the younger players down. Uh, I'm, I would say I'm shocked that Brendan Smith is on the roster. I don't know how this happened. <laughs> I, I don't know why they would do it. Are they trying to justify getting something out of him? I don't know. I don't, I don't believe he's a good enough skater to play in the league anymore. I just don't. And so I don't really get why he's on the roster. And I know people are blaming John Davidson. I don't believe it's John Davidson that made this decision. So let's, you know, let's not over-exaggerate what John Davidson's powers and reach are on that team. I don't think he's tinkering with the everyday lineup and who stays up and who stays down. So Lieber Hodgick, I'm still on the fence about. I'll be honest. I am on the fence with him. I'm not on the fence about Adam Fox. I think he is probably the most underrated guy in the lineup in the sense that most people, fans around the league, and even you know some writers don't really know him, so they didn't think much of him. But I think now that the more you see, the more you like. I think Ranger fans are starting to pick up on that. And so good to start him off on the third pair. You know, let's work him in slowly. No reason to rush him. You know, I like the fact that D'Angelo's in there. Are they the greatest defensive team? No, but I think they're way better than they were last year. They have a really good goalie tandem. You know, right now they're a much improved team. They have Panarin. There's there's good things happening, but as far as this, you know, the guys that get sent down, yeah, I was I was taken aback by a few of them. Okay, now let me let me jump back. I want to ask you just a couple of questions. So, sure. Crafts off. I didn't realize he has. Does he have a lot of experience at center, or is it just something he's played a couple of no, no, no games? He has done it at okay. a lower level. And in the KHL, it's like anything else, right? You you play him at wing because he's a young guy, and they just want to win games there. But right. last winter, I threw somebody that I know in the KHL. I gotten an, I gotten an interview with him, and he was playing center for them because they felt like it was good for him, and I think he felt like. He wants to play center in the NHL. He's never going to come out and say that, but that was kind of like the feeling I got, but he didn't come out and say it. So we'll see how that sort of works out. But right now I think that's, that's a factor. That's not my cat. That's my My cat's, my cat's right here, but that's not him. (laughs) That's not, that's not Zuki either. Is it Eddie? No, I have a cat as well. And that is not my cat. I don't think. It's my cat. That's Amy right. of a cat, Francis. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so so on Craftsoft, that's good to know. Um, yeah. Now, with Brendan Smith, are you are you buying the the company line that they've been feeding us that they're just so in love with his versatility because he no. can play deep? Okay, okay. No, I'm not. I, I don't buy he it. Only, well, that's He's why I don't terrible. buy it. I never want to say guy stinks, but I will say it like this. I'll say it, Russ. He stinks. <laughs> you, you can say it. He's very and, prone to turnovers, and I don't think he's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's what you said. He's they're trying to justify the money that they invested last year. All I heard was how, what great shape he was in. I don't care. Well, he was going to be in great shape compared to the year before, where he was in no shape. Right, right. exactly. So he's on the decline. I, he had that one good playoff for us. 
He should be sent down. He should not be on the NHL roster. And as a forward, what is he adding as a forward? I have no idea. Nothing. He's not Ron Greshner, anyhow. Yes. <laughs> yes, he's not a Ron Greshner. Swing man, we used to call him back in the right. day. So uh, what do you think? Me and Jim were banding uh, this thought about it. What about the schedule maybe playing a little bit into this uh, sending of these guys down? The Rangers play like four games in like two weeks or something. So it's going to be a lot of time. Maybe these guys get recalled after, you know, playing five or six games in the it's A. Like five maybe. games the first three weeks of the season. Yeah, there's no question the schedule has played into this for a lot of teams, and that's why a lot of GMs are saying, well, yeah, guys made a team, but it doesn't mean it's permanent. Like, So I'm expecting a lot of teams after three or four games to start making other moves. I really do think, though, that the Rangers' knee-jerk reaction to having a guy like Haley is because – they feel like, hey, look, the St. Louis Blues were tough. Maybe we're going to need that. And I think they're going to rely on him, whether it's right or wrong, in some of these early games to try and set a tone. And I don't think you have to do that anymore in this league. But here we are. Because I don't think Michael Haley can skate. I'll be honest. I don't think he can skate in this league. But if he's only going to play six minutes a game or something, whatever. But don't you think it's kind of redundant because we have Brendan Lemieux? I mean, it's kind of like Brendan Lemieux is a faster player, or a guy who actually oh, puts the puck on that. Yeah. So why do why do we need kind of two of these guys? Uh, well, because I, I think what they're probably going to try and do, and nobody can really do it fully, is to reel in Brendan and Lemieux a little so you can get more scoring out of them, get more time in the ice, not have as much time in the box, and maybe not get injured if he does get into a fight. But I agree. This is redundant. You have Lemieux. In case of that situation where someone you feel is getting bullied in a game, you can throw him out for a shift. I think it's taking up a roster spot, and I think it's a mistake. Now, if you want to say that's J.D.'s influence, I'm with you on that. And if you count Brendan Smith, they've actually got three of those guys. Brendan Smith can't fight. He just fights, but he can't fight. But he can throw the big – he can throw the big hit. You know, if, yeah. if somebody's picking on, you know, Kako or something like that, he is the guy that, you you know, you'd put on the yeah. ice next shift or at least 15 years ago he was, yeah. when you, did, you know, back when you did those things still. You, you need him for offensive zone starts. You really don't want him for anything else. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, I had a point. Oh, yeah. It seemed like, okay, Kravtsov, no, this going back to what we were talking about as far as uh, people on merit. I, uh, you know, I kind of thought David Quinn was more of a merit-based guy, and Krasov, I thought, looked very good in the preseason. He he impressed me with his defense; like he was very responsible. And I had heard that when he was in the K, but when you actually see it, and I thought that that would have kind of won him a spot on the on the big club. Uh, you know, they they kept Greg McKeg. All right, you know I understand he's got a little bit of experience play with Carolina last year. Which, by the way, uh, Russ said after two and a half preseason games that Greg McKeg was going to make the, the oh, wow. roster. He was dead on. <laughs> yeah, they were just making too much of a big deal. He's a great guy. Like I got to meet him years ago when he was a rookie with the Leafs. But he is an extra player to me. He's not an everyday right. player. They're going to turn him into an everyday player because this is what the New York Rangers do. They find a guy with the right amount of grit, and they try and overuse him. So they're going to do that. He's not going to hurt their lineup. But with Kratzoff, yeah, he does play a full 200-foot game, and he does hit guys occasionally. 
And I do feel like he's done enough of that stuff. There must be some other plan that we're just not aware of. Right. And so I'll cut him a break on it because he is a rookie, but will he spend the full year in the AHL? That's the question. I don't know if he will. Right. And I, I, I agree with you that it has to be some other plan because if it's merit-based, he should be playing. Right. And um, what about on, on, on the fact that Capococco didn't really have that great of a preseason? I mean uh, – Yeah, I'm not worried. He didn't get to play that many games either, right? And then he also didn't play much at Traverse because he was sick. So we don't know, like, how much that carried over into camp in the regular season. I've seen this guy enough that I'll give him a break. Even if he starts off a little slow, there's other things he does on the ice. He's really fast. He does play defense as well. He will pick it up. I'm not even worried. And if you get him on the power play, he'll contribute that way. So, Kako, I don't think I don't think there's a worry. I also like the fact that Brett Howden's there. That's fine. Now, hopefully, after last year, he could handle more games. That was the thing last year. He really hit the wall. And based on the way that team was. They let him go through the wall and beyond. Yes, he. Uh, Brett Houghton was on that team way too long, right. uh, you know. But I, again, he hit the wall, and I, I don't, uh, you know, that's going to happen. And like you said, he probably would have been sent down in other circumstances. But the team was, you know, basically playing the, the string out after the All Star break. So, and he was hurt there, I think, for a bit too. Yes, yes. Uh, so. I have no problem with him making the roster. I was just – and he, although he didn't score, I didn't think played that bad in the preseason. So I, there's got to be some other no, – but I will tell you this. For teams now that are – and this is a function of the Metro getting a lot tighter now because, you know, the Islanders have to prove they're not a playoff team because they made it last year. Washington's definitely a playoff team. They'll probably win the division. Pittsburgh is still on the cusp of being a playoff team as long as they can hold it together. So these other teams now, like New Jersey and the Rangers, Columbus, I'm totally dismissing in case you didn't get it. Um, and Carolina, I don't think you know, I don't think Carolina has the goaltending, but they are a, a dangerous team if they get goaltending. But now that everything's so tight, Quinn's really playing it differently this year, and so are a lot of other coaches. And what I'm noticing is, even if you didn't score in the preseason and you're a young player, you pretty much are getting sent down. Most teams have done it that way this year. So, you know, they do play a lot of playoff games, preseason games. And you know what? Whether it's right or wrong, they did put a lot of stock into them for these young players. So, Russ, there's a question from our chat room. And I think once I ask you this question, you're going to know who it is. He wants to know if there's a young Mike Motto in this lineup. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, there's not. (laughs) Well. (laughs) <laughs> That's from Adam, of course. I know. But of course, <laughs> Mike Motto would be much better than Brendan Smith. We'll say that. Yes. Even if you played Mike Motto on offense, he'd be better than Brendan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> better swing man. Better yeah. swing man. I, I just I the Brendan Smith thing just mystifies me. But let's let's get off that topic. How about talk about someone talked about Adam Fox? I thought Adam Fox yeah. was superior. In the preseason, he looked better than um, most. Uh, probably was the Ranger best best defenseman in the preseason, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's an uh, interesting thing with Adam Fox. You know, he's a Jericho Long Island kid, so I've tracked him for a long time, and and he won a gold medal with the U.S. team in the World Juniors, and I was there in Min- in I almost said Minnesota in Montreal when he won and spoke to him there. 
I've always been impressed with the way he's just nothing's too big for him. He never gets too carried away with anything. He just is calm on the ice and he, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. If he does, he can catch you with his speed. But he's just a guy out there that knows what to do, dissects plays, has a great hockey IQ, makes the right passes, makes good reads on defense. And he's never you're never going to say he's a superstar, but then there's going to be games where he has two assists, a goal and an assist. He'll do these things, and over time you're like, you know, heck, this guy and, – and this is what happened in Harvard. It took a few years, and I got to watch him for like the last four years or three years. Uh, no, four, because he went the whole distance. And you just notice that all of a sudden, like, hey, he's not only the best defenseman on this team, but now he's one of the best in the league. And I don't know what his ceiling is in the NHL, but it's definitely as a top four guy, and, and he'll eventually be there. So I just think you you look at him and you say, yeah, you know what? Ranger fans are lucky that this was his plan all along. We didn't really know. And actually, I do think there was a time where – Carolina thought that they could keep him. Calgary knew early on that they couldn't, so, you know, they traded him. It's an amazing story because he literally has carved his own path here in a league that it's hard to do that as a young player, but because he went the college route, he was able to control his destiny a little bit. So now let's see what he can do with it, but I don't think he's going to squander it. I really don't. No, he he looked – I mean, from the get-go, he looked like – you know, a little. He was very sure. A lot of poise. It looked like he played in this league a couple of years. Where I'm watching guys like Brady Shea, who have played a couple of years in this league, not look so good. Yeah. Uh, and, and is Brady Shea going to wind up being a first pairing defenseman on this team? No, not now. And and that's fine. I you know he's going to start that way with Truba because they're familiar with each other. But I don't think he'll end that way, and that's okay. I think right now they have to use him there. But I also think with the familiarity of the two guys there, sorry, my TV decided to turn on. Um, with the familiarity of the two guys there, it's a good thing. So I look at it and I say, go ahead and start the year that way. It's fine. But Truba looks good. I mean, I, I, what I've seen out of Truba, I really liked. I think people penned him into a corner a little bit with Winnipeg because he never had a chance to be a number one there because of Dustin Bufflin and, and other reasons. So now he'll – and he's done it before. He did it in Michigan. He did it with the U.S. team. Not every one of them, but some of them. And so now he'll – you'll see why. Does he have the best shot? No, but it gets on net. Is he the best defender? No, but he's effective. But he has a lot of heart. And you'll see that he plays every shift with a lot of heart. He doesn't take shifts off. So if – if uh if you think Brady Shea starts the year as the first pairing defenseman but doesn't finish there, who takes his place? It's a good question. I mean, most likely, I don't think you'll have Adam Fox take it. I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm going to say, I don't know yet, but I'm just saying that's what could happen. Uh, it's not Mark Stahl. I can tell you that, but Mark Stahl did have a good year last year. He did. I know. And that's something that is a little bit of a bugaboo with me. Is a lot, a lot of Ranger fans get on Mark Stahl. I think mostly because of his contract. But if you watch him game in and game out, he is as advertised a yeah. defensive defenseman. That's it. He's got the long reach. He's not going to be overly physical. He's you know, but he's consistent. I mean, he's and the longest tenured Ranger defenseman in like the long in a long time. And I also think that again, 
I love Ranger fans. Well, especially the people who view this show. The rest of them, uh, uh, oh, you're pandering, Eddie. You're pandering. Uh, well, they're kind of pedestrian. These other people, and they're always on stall this, stall that, and it's like he's been like on the last three coaches have relied on this guy, shorthanded every clutch situation. Apparently, they know a little bit more than we do. So take your talent evaluations, pedestrian Ranger fans. And I don't have to pan, pander to my audience. They love me as it is. <laughs> I just love that you guys love each other so much that you're in side-by-side boxes. <laughs> well, it's funny. My viewpoint is you're in a big box next to Jim, and I'm in a small box. So I guess it's all perspective. Well, see, I could, we could do this. Change it around. All right, change it around. <laughs> yes, we... we we have. I tell Eddie this. Is my this is the second longest relationship of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so it just depends on whatever you like here. Well, you've never had a turtle. Make, there we go. That's how it should be. You never like had a turtle. If you had a turtle, that would be the longest relationship of your life. <laughs> All right, that's true. They live long. Uh, yeah. What do you think? I've asked this question to uh, other a dog people. barking now. Yeah, you know, it's a whole thing. It's, it's, it's a whole like, scene over there. Sounds like our, our house. So we got dogs, cats. We got deer uh, outside. What else do we got? We got in the chat room. Somebody had a question for Russ, too. Okay. Uh, the, it was a question oh, uh, about Lindgren, about yeah. Ryan Lindgren. Yeah, that's a bone of contention. We, we all thought he had a good preseason. Uh, I liked him in college. I think he's a really good skater. I got to see him again last week. I think he just does his job and does it well. But the problem is, I feel like they think Hachik is going to provide them offense. So they're going to test him out and see if he can do that. If Hachik doesn't provide him offense, then I think you have a real case for Lingering to come up. And again, he and Fox know each other too. That would be something that could happen during the year. So we'll see if Hachik provides that offense because his defense isn't nearly as good as Lingering. And he doesn't lay hits like Lingering and Lingering will stick up for teammates. He's another one of those guys where if you take a liberty on the ice, he will get to that guy immediately and take care of it. So we'll see. Like I said, the Hachik thing to me is a, a little bit of a justification from, was it at the Rick Nash trade? Which yes. trade was that? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, again, let's see what he can do. I was, I was really surprised that Lingren didn't make the team. To be yeah. Honest with you. Yeah. I was really surprised. I, I thought it, I th- kind of thought the roster spot was his to lose in the in training camp, and and I thought he, like you said, I thought he played very well. I was really surprised he didn't make the team. Adam Raider wants to know if he can turn on a lamp, Russ. <laughs> I have a lamp on, but the problem <laughs> is, is the way the computer is. This little corner doesn't isn't lighting up the way it should right now. I didn't have a lot of time. I did a podcast right before this, so you get what you get, man. Sorry, Raider. He has he, he hasn't asked any hockey questions. He just no. He's just, on me. He's just been bagging on you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Josh Kimball is getting annoyed that you're calling Hajek Hajek and not Hayek. Oh, it's Hayek. Sorry. I mean, I didn't. I don't know. Josh is always annoyed at something. I didn't get a memo on that. So is it is, it is it is it Chesterkin or Chesterkin? It's Chesterkin now, but it was Chesterkin. But I guess that's the New yeah. York. Well, so, when I kept hearing them call is when I was at the, the at the the game at Wells Fargo, they kept calling him Shes Gherkin. I know that was funny. Lou Nolan is the uh, the Flyers PA guy, and he's 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 great. 
but he will occasionally get a name wrong. And I would say once a game, he gets a, a name wrong. So that was, he was the guy. Yeah. Shest Gherkin. They kept calling him. It was funny. Yes. So uh, we've kind of covered all the defense, really. Tony D, the darling of the uh, of the boards, the forums. Tony D'Angelo held out and got that extra twenty five dollars. Uh, <laughs> is Tony D the real deal, or is he going to be a guy that it's going to be two good and one bad? No, two no, really no. good plays. Uh, one one bad play. What 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 do you see about Tony D'Angelo? Okay. So I think when he when he was drafted by Tampa that maybe the expectations were a little high. But is he a really good skater? Yes, he's a really good skater. Did he – what did he get, like 30 points last year? With Around limited, that. With limited power play time? Limited time. And and he's going to get limited time this year on the power play, yet he scored a lot of five-on-five five points. He's never going to be great defensively, but I felt like his puck retrieval got a lot better last year, and I felt like he was more responsible – he could skate the puck out of trouble, though. And you need a guy like that on, on every pairing. And so I like D'Angelo. I know some people are going to say, yeah, he lives near me, whatever. We're not buddies. I don't know him. But <laughs> I don't think he was really holding out for that money. What I was told is while the Rangers were trying to figure out everything else cap-wise, they had to see what they had left for him. And I think that was more of the issue. And, and good for him not making any waves because I know there are some people that, that feel like he's outspoken. It's more his dad than him, but you didn't hear boo out of him. He enjoyed being a Ranger. He he likes being there. He's going to prove himself again this year. I've got no problems with Tony D'Angelo. Okay, and he's also one of the few Rangers that can make a stretch pass. Yes, out of the zone. Yeah. He did yep. that a couple times in preseason, and I've seen it in the year before. Yeah, which you know it, it you know we it's an honor. That. That's what was. Yeah, especially with. Go ahead. You didn't hear Boo. We've uh, we've seen the last of Boo Nieves. Oh, please. I don't think you have. I, I just think right now he's been sent down. You know I didn't like the pick. I mean, if we get down to brass tacks, I didn't like the pick. It was mainly because he was fast and he has a little bit of a an edge to him. But they thought he'd be better offensively. He's not, right? So now he's just a fourth-line guy that can play a little defense. But he can fill in for you if you have an injury. That's what he was going to be. He is going to be a guy that if you got somebody hurt, like if McKegg is hurt, then you can call up Booney Evans. There you go. Yes. All right. I, I could see that. I yeah. could see him making filling in once in a while. Uh, you know, he's capable. He but is he's, capable. Not, he, he's not going to add anything. At all. No. Is he? Is well, he? You, know, you don't think he's capable, Jim? I I, I like to ask when I see him, I think of you. What does what do he you, do? What does he do? What does he do well? What does he do well? Well, again, I, I some of these guys, I listen. I ask this every year, and I never get an answer because <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. But why is Jesper Fast a shoe in to make the team every year? Okay. Why is he shooing? Is it because he works so hard for the coach? Coaches like that. If you have a guy out there that you don't have to worry about that will get some points but won't turn the puck over and make smart plays, doesn't complain in the locker room, there is something to be said about that. You can't have a team of just completely highly skilled guys that are all prima donnas. And fast is that low-key guy that is really easy to coach and can and he's versatile. He is versatile too. Right. They can plug him in on any line. Correct. And he'll and he's not gonna kill you. No. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take that as an answer. Penalties. 
Don't diminish him, Eddie. He did a he did a book signing with me, and he's a great guy. Leave him alone. Yes, he, he kills. There's penalties. more people. There's more people in this chat room that were at that book signing. <laughs> <laughs> but I was there too. I was there too. You were. You were. And I asked him if he would win. He thinks he could win the Stanley Cup, and he's like, um, "This was on the AVs. I think it was the year after they won the cup. I don't know what year was that." AV was the coach, I'm pretty sure. Or oh, after they went, so like 2015? Yeah, when was that book signing? You remember? Like 2015 sounds yeah, about right. And he's like, he was very confident that, you know, he believed that they were going to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, in the, that's all I got from him, really. He's yeah. kind of a quiet fellow. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Yes, you're right. I guess when I see some of the younger guys go down, uh, sent down, I always say, you know, why is this never like a battle for Jesper Foss position? But I think you made a good point where a coach with a reliable guy who doesn't make mistakes is got his own, you know, value that's yeah. coveted by coaches. So, yeah. All right. Uh, we solved the mystery of Jesper, Jesper Faust, who actually dropped the H from his name. I think that's why that really annoyed me. He was <laughs> Jesper Faust. And then he said, "The H, no, I'm fine. I'm fast." He well, did that to make it easy for you. He didn't do it to oh, annoy you. Oh, okay. Wow. By the same token, you loved Zuccarello, and he dropped an entire name off his name, not just. Well, that just got How are you going to put that on a jersey? <laughs> Zuccarello, Austin. Well, yeah, if he had a bigger jersey, I think you could have fit it. That's he's better. a small guy too. Right. <laughs> Uh, what else? Forward wise, I don't uh, know when is Ryan Callahan night. Well, well, Ryan Callahan, hold on. This is big for Adam Rader. He is now a in-studio guy for the NHL Network. So oh. if you want to be bored by Ryan Callahan, you can go tune in now to the NHL Network. Oh, and man. that's that's achievable for him. <laughs> wow. Well, the number 24. Wow, I mean, Callahan's a great guy. He always gave great quotes. He always put it all out on the ice. I just don't think he's exciting enough for TV, but maybe he'll prove me wrong. He will not prove you wrong. What's Dan Girardi going to do in retirement, Russ? It's a good question. He likes cheesesteaks. I remember Dan saying he actually <laughs> even outside of Philly. I think he's going to eat a few more of those. Is he going to go work at Cheetos? Yeah. I can see him. You know, maybe he'll go back to, like, junior hockey and coach there and start out at the bottom. I can see him doing something like that. He's a smart guy. Okay. Well, now number 24, Ryan Callahan's form number with the New York Rangers is now going to one Capo Caco. Yeah, I mean – Look, no offense to Ryan Callahan, but Kako could make everybody forget about that number except Adam Rader. <laughs> Will Adam Rader be ticking his Callahan off the back of his jersey? No. And putting a Kako? He doesn't no. do that? No, he doesn't do that. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jim is just laughing what Adam is I'm, saying. I'm laughing at Adam Rader in the chat room. He said, you aren't exciting for TV either. How oh. dare you, Adam? How dare wow. you? Wow. How dare you? I think Russ is Terrible. fine for TV. <laughs> uh, I'm as good as you guys can make me. There you go. Yeah, if you had a little bit better lighting, I mean, it's like... <laughs> All right, next time I'll have better lighting. Move on. It's like uh, <laughs> you're in a, we're in a bomb shelter over there. <laughs> Not quite a bomb shelter. <laughs> okay. He's in a panic room. <laughs> <laughs> we should have one of those for when the things get bad, when the Rangers are, are spiraling uh, to the bottom of the. Or for the Jets, yeah. Oh God, please! 
and I can't even talk about it. <laughs> uh, Jim, what else? What else we got for Russ Cohen? I don't really have anything Ranger related, but I'll uh, NHL. I mean, just NHL questions. You got a you got a cup prediction for this season yet, Russ? Yeah, or? I'll give you my cup prediction. I I think Colorado's coming out of the West. I think with really Kinnan, Rantanen. You may not think they have the best goaltending right now, and I may not argue with you, but they've got cap space. There will be goaltenders available at the deadline. They I will. got one. <laughs> you got one. They could have. Well, I think I think well, I do think that's what's going to happen. I think Yorgiev is going to get traded at the deadline, and and that's maybe that's when Chess Yerkin comes up because I he may not need more time than that. Now, if he does, then maybe they won't trade him. But I think I think there is a possibility of that. If people are saying trade Lundqvist, whatever, get over that. Um, he's now playing until he's forty three, as you heard. So, um, not with this team. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's true. Uh, but anyway. It's just not happening. No, I, I agree. But but if I get back to, to Colorado, they added Kale McCarr. I think they'll be a very fast, exciting team, and I think their blue line's good. Actually, I think McCarr's an upgrade from Tyson Barry because Barry did turn the puck over a lot. McCarr's a lot smarter than that. And so that's my guy. That's my team coming out of the West. Team coming out of the East is the Capitals. I really do think they're in the last throws of, of that team because Nicholas Backstrom's a, a UFA after this year, and – Will he re-sign with him or not? I don't know. I know Ovechkin was kidding with him the other day, saying, if you sign five years, I'll sign five years, but I don't think the team can afford it. And Ovechkin maybe in three years will be in the KHL. I really think there's a great chance of that. So based on that, I think this team's going to go all in. Also, Braden Holpe's contract is up, and Ilya Samsonov could take his job. You have to see how he plays in the AHL this year to see if he can take his job next year. If not, they've got to extend him. So somebody's not. They're not going to be able to afford somebody. And so Backstrom could be the guy out because he's not taking a short-term deal and he's going to want big money. He's probably the best assist guy in the league. So anyhow, TJ Oshie added a good element for them because he can score and he's tough. You know about Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson, I believe the guy the other day that he was drawing with was probably Rod, Rod Brindamore, but you know they kept him nameless. Uh, that seems like a Brindamore kind of thing to do with Wilson. So I don't mind that. I, I, I laugh at that stuff. So I think it's Washington and Colorado. I think Colorado could win it all this year. If they, they get the goaltending. I think they have the right youth and speed and everything else. Two years ago, Joe Sackick, everybody said he was an idiot. And after that, he's just been compiling picks and making trades and getting players. And he's got a pretty damn good team. That's my take on it. Now, I just want to back up to something you were talking about with Ovechkin. Do you really think, that three years down the road he'd go play in the KHL, if he, even if he still had a shot at Gretzky? Yeah, I do. I don't think the Gretzky record's all that important to him. I think – Really? I think, look, any oh. player would like it, but I don't think it's enough to keep him here. He he did a tour over there this summer, and he basically was helping the youth hockey part of the KHL. Like, he was – you know, helping them along with that process because Fatisov doesn't now. And, and I think ultimately Ovechkin wants to sort of be the czar of the KHL system, the whole thing, but he'd go over there and play first. And right now he is actually an, an advisor to one of the teams over there, even though he's playing in the NHL. So if you don't think at some point there's an exit plan for him, I, I think you're, you're crazy. Cause I think now it's, it's getting to the point now where, 
two, three years, we're going to see it. Hmm. Okay. Because he's only 34. You think, I, I mean, you think he's, it seems like he's been around forever. You think at this point he's like 38, but he's really not. So he's got a, quite a few years left. That I love how, hold on. I love how Ovechkin has quite a few years left at 34. But Mark Stahl, if you say his age, you'd be like, oh my God, what does he have? One year left? Two years left? Like he's old. Yeah, but well, Alex Alex Ovechkin never played for John Tortorella. Yeah, that's like three that's years. Like, of your that's like, come on, that's like Each four season. years playing for John Tortorella. Stuck in your zone, blocking shots for entire games. If, if, Girardi, if Dan Girardi and Ryan Callahan never played for John Tortorella, they could play until they're forty-five. I think I think he's taken Torch has taken a few years off of Dubinsky's career. I'll tell you that. Yeah, Dubinsky too. All right, going back, uh, we got some questions from the chat room. How do you think Panarin's going to fare here? Is he going to equal his production or surpass? Or uh... I think he'll surpass it. I think this is the place he's always wanted to be. I think he thrives in this kind of environment. He's never had, like, a fan base like this. No offense to Columbus. He, he is going to love this situation. I think that top line is really good, and I could see him getting 90 points, maybe even more, but I could see him getting that because – he is a tremendous playmaker. I think for as much as you see him scoring, he can make other players around him better too. He's the real deal. He's dynamic. He is dynamic. And he's always wanted to get paid. That's why Chicago got rid of him in the first place because they knew this was coming and they also knew they were going to be in cap hell for a while. Uh, how much do you think Hank will be playing this year? Henrik, the king. I think 50 games. 50 games, 30, uh, 30 or so for – for Georgiev. Yeah, I think every, you know, any back-to-backs, he's not playing a back-to-back. So you take those all out of the mix. And then if the schedule is condensed like this early in the season, that's a good time to mix in Georgiev, right? Because let him get some of those games, take the brunt off it for Lundqvist. So I think in those condensed weeks where the NHL has him, that's where a guy like Georgiev can really help him. Well, let's face it, second half of the year, he was tremendous. He looked good in preseason again. I mean, yeah. uh, he's making a believer out of me. Yeah, with Benoit Allaire, I mean, he is uh, one of the remember, best out there. Remember, no offense to to Steve Valakat, who does a nice job on MSG. Allaire made him look really good too. Yes, Jimmy, you want to say something? Uh, just, I mean, look at the uh, McKenzie. Look at the look at the backup goaltenders the Rangers have had over the years under Benoit Allaire that have managed to be perfectly uh, capable. Anthony Ronta, who's been hurt, but Ronta. I mean, the, the guy, he should have a contract, a lifetime contract, like like a Supreme Court justice or something. Yes. I'll tell you what, and when Steve Aliquette was a Ranger, I don't know if he ever lost in Philly. They always played him in Philly, and he always beat the Flyers. Like, that was his thing, and that, you know, that was, that was big for the team back then. It was just yeah, Alaire really gets mileage out of the guys. I mean, you think about it. He he's an assistant or an associate coach, however you want to say that. That's always a debate. But he's one of the longest running ones in the league, if not the longest running guy at this point. And uh, the Rangers look solid. That Adam Huska looked pretty well, pretty good as too. I mean, uh, they look like they got some depth at goalie, which is they do have some depth there. But but Chess Jurgen is is the real deal. Like even in the game that he lost against Philly. Uh, he's he tremendous. He faced 40 shots. There were like a couple of giveaways, and he was like getting bombarded after a while, and he really held in there. I had tremendous respect for that guy, and I think it took him 
That first game at Traverse, I know people were holding their breath because he looked terrible. But again, when you switch from the bigger ice to the smaller ice, there is an adjustment. He's made the adjustment. I think he'll he'll be really good. There was no way he was ever going to get those KHL numbers because the KHL is a completely different animal. Ross, you ready? You ready? Yep. Steve Valaket, eight games against the Flyers in his career. He was five and one with a goals against of one six five and a save percentage of nine thirty nine. It's it's incredible. Incredible. Wow. He he was also he was also pretty good against the Maple Leafs, but he wasn't he wasn't nearly that good against anybody else. No Flyers. Yeah. The only thing it doesn't show here is how many games were on the road or or uh, or at home. But. I can tell you, I don't think he lost here in Philly. I don't believe he did. And he only played fifteen home games his entire career. So, <laughs> and that and that includes with Edmonton and and the Islanders. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I witnessed those games, and I'm telling you, he was just spectacular. Stick it on the Flyers. We have a Flyer question from Thomas O'Neill. All right. From Great Neck, New York. Actually, I don't know where he is. I just wanted to throw that in there. It sounded good. <laughs> it sounded real professional. It did. Uh, with Terrian and uh, Yao, is that how you say his name? Yeah, Mike Yo. Mike Yo, sorry. On the Flyers bench, does AV have a short leash? No, no, no. They just, they want He's a delegator. Have... He's a delegator. So those he guys. He's a delegator. AV yeah. is a delegator. And, and so he did want to have a good staff. He went up in the uh, GM box before the end of the season and let those guys end of the preseason, let them run the game once to kind of see. It's interesting because everybody likes AB at the beginning. Nobody, no Ranger fan would deny that either for a couple of years, two, three years, he does run a really good practice. He runs a really, he, he puts demands on players that maybe have sort of like coasted for a while and, and I think he's starting to get to the Flyers that way, too. But it's taking a little time because when, you're, when you have some of those veterans that you've got to you know, unteach, for lack of a better term, he's a big shock to the system, man. I mean, and he always sends messages through the media. Like every game, after every game this year, he has sent messages to either particular players or a group of players. And I got to tell you, I think in this day and age, there's very few coaches like him that do that. I thought he was a very good coach. They yeah. just didn't win. They didn't win it all with him, and it was time right. to go. Now you have a new team. You got to move on. Yep. I'm not going to vilify him. Uh, he got us to a no. Stanley Cup, uh, no. you know, whatever. So uh, people hate him. People like him. Most people, you know. He was ahead of his time in the sense that he always said players need to play with pace, and now everybody plays with pace. Even in the USHL tournament that I was at this past week, they're playing with pace. So, you know, you got to give him credit for that. Uh, Thomas O'Neill clarified he's from Brooklyn, not from Great Neck. There you go. I want to make sure that Thomas... Uh, uh, I'm going to tell you guys, uh, I have a surprise for the fans and Russ. Uh -huh. and uh, I believe, now, if Corey Schneider can get his play back together and the Devils can somehow keep the puck out of that, I think the Devils are going to be the big surprise in this division. I like a lot of their young players. I think uh, Heshier, Taylor Hall. Uh, I love this guy, Gusev. Yeah. Uh, from the K, I think he's going to have a big year. I, I'm telling you, out of all the Metropolitan teams, I think they could actually probably be the best. Uh, well, again, it, it, 
if they get goaltending, I don't disagree with you. I think that's the question. I like Mackenzie Blackwood. I just don't know if he's ready to, to carry it all. Schneider's looked okay, but I don't know if he's still back to himself. I'm not sure he'll ever get that. But if I go along with what you say, yeah, Jack Hughes, I think, will get at least 60 points this year. Here's the thing about Jack Hughes. Even if you're going to pick on him for being small, right, he will be one of the fastest guys on the ice. He never stops. His legs never stop moving. He always is effective at the beginning of games where he breaks out and tries to score early. And dealing with him on the power play and dealing with him in overtime when it's three on three, good luck. And adding Subban was huge. The biggest thing that Ranger fans should look be looking forward to is Subban jawing with the Rangers and causing trouble with the Ranger fans. That is going to reignite the Devils and, and Rangers rivalry that really has been dead for a long time. I think so, too. He's a chirper. He's yeah. going to get in. He's already started with, with the best team in New York. And yeah. we were quick to point out you play in New Jersey and not in New York. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, it's – and I hate to do it. I'm getting I'm getting killed in the chat room for saying everybody's like, F New Jersey. You're going to get letters. I'm just Nothing. giving you my opinion. I, I, right. I feel like they have some younger – like they're ahead in the rebuilding process. And no, they are good pieces. Gusev could score 25 goals. Jesper Boquist, who I think has made the team that's Adam's brother, can probably score 15 goals. Like they, they're a lot better than they were. And now defensively, Severson, who I think is an excellent defenseman, doesn't have to sort of carry the load for them anymore now that they have Subban. And Andy Green, who's you know pretty much a hundred, can take a lucky roll too. So they're going to be a dangerous team. But yes, they have to get goaltending. There's no right. question about it. So I mean, uh, you know, guys, I'm not. I, I want the Rangers. I'm just giving you my opinion here, please. Right. They're killing me here. All right, last question from me, Russ. Okay. Do the Rangers make the playoffs this year? It's a good question. When I really sit down and think about it. I think they can. So I'm going to say, yes, they do, because I still think of the bubble teams, they're going to give you the better goaltending tandem, better than the Devils, better than Columbus, better than Carolina, and maybe better than the Islanders. We'll see, because, you know, I, you know, Varlamov, he could get hurt after five games. Like He's, he's a guy who's had a history of groin injuries. I was shocked when Lou Lamarillo gave him a four-year deal based on his injury history. Now, they still, they still have Thomas Grice, and he's good. But I think the Rangers do have a chance to, to sort of sneak in with a, with a spot here. Yeah, I don't like the Islanders. And that's not just because of my, my – uh... No, I think they're going to have trouble scoring. But Lou talked about here, – here's the funny thing. You want to know how you know a team's going to have trouble scoring? When Lou Lamarillo comes out and says, I don't care about the goals, I only care about the goal differential. It's like, yeah, Lou, I get that, but – to play lockdown defense for another entire season is hard to do in this league. It is. And the league is not going that way. The no. league is going to skate, score. This is the way the league's going. So yeah. I just don't think they have the talent up front to to really compete. I think uh, they're good for them. I mean, Cal Clutterbuck had this hard back surgery that he, you know, they're all saying that he is back from. You know, we'll see. He's a guy that plays a rough-and-tumble game. Like, they lose a guy like that, they don't have a lot of guys they can put in their place. But maybe that's what gets gets Josh Hosang a chance. It's a shame. For me, it's a shame that he got sent down. But I think it's amazing that no one picked him up. Nobody will ever pick up a guy that Lou Lamarillo puts on waivers. 
He was so confident yesterday that he basically said, yeah, I want to sign those three guys if they're still there. And amazingly, they are still there, even though in Edmonton could have used them. All these teams could have used them, but they just lay off. It's Lou. Is that because of the respect he gets or the it's fact it's a, yep. res- it's a respect thing? Okay. Yep. I thought it was more if like Lou is sending a guy down, there must be something going on. No. But it's more of a here's the biggest thing. question. You want to know the biggest question in hockey that you didn't ask me, Eddie, is how many games are the Islanders playing at the Coliseum? How many games are they playing at Barclays? Does anybody know yet? Does anybody care? Well, Islander fans care. I mean – Ranger fans will care because they need to know how to get their road tickets to fill the <laughs> Right. Islander fans just got to know which which parking lot to have sex in. Oh, please. Oh. Can't but, believe you, sir, you went there. Hey, hey I didn't get Gloria Rosen started this conversation, not me, my friend. He She opened up this clam. No, but the idea. <laughs> oh, no pun intended. No, no pun intended. Oh, God. But, but the idea, it, it, it's kind of an amazing thing that they've gone this late into the preseason and we don't know the breakdown yet and so fans don't even know to buy tickets like it's it is kind of wacky. it must be confusing for uh, other teams for hotel reservations oh, unless yeah. they're just going to like you know i don't right. know we stay at well, the days in and uh why is you could stay in manhattan and not worry about it right i mean you could do that yeah but you would think that they would have it i i really didn't even think about it i thought it had all been resolved no, silly no, me no, no, no. They, silly they, me they, Yes, that this third-rate NHL franchise would have this down. <laughs> they broke Why ground, they wouldn't do that. So, um, all right, I think I got it all. Uh, let's see. Anybody got any last questions? Some guy asked. Uh, you can ask me about prospects, anything. Uh, prospects. Uh, uh, what did you see out of the – I always – What, what about guy? the uh, the – the other kid from – is it Morgan Barron? Is that his name? We yeah, Morgan Barron. Yeah. Um, Cornell, right? Is they they go- Cornell, he, he's he got a little size. He's got speed for that size. And he had a really good year. Last year was like a breakout year for him. This year is going to be a bigger year for him. There's more expectations on that team. I think he's probably a third-line guy down the road. I do think he showed me a lot because I wasn't that high on him until I saw him live last year a couple of times, and then I was like, you know what? This guy has really improved a lot. So Morgan Barron, yeah, definitely keep your eye on him. Did, uh, did Kirby Doc make the uh, Blackhawks opening night roster, or, is he being, or did he get sent down? I don't know, because now with them being in the Czech Republic, they don't have to announce it for another day or two because they get to carry, like, extra players with them in case of injury. Oh, okay. so I don't know. I don't think he should. Uh, he's got some hiccups in his game that I think they should wait on you know, he's a bigger guy. I would not throw him in there right away. Okay. I don't care how you how high you drafted him. <laughs> and I wouldn't uh, have, and I wouldn't have drafted him in that spot. Just saying. Uh okay. the lovely Jennifer Eberhardt wants to ask, what about Dan Quinn? What's your take on him? <laughs> not Dan Quinn, Dave David Quinn. David Quinn. I I like what he has done. I thought last year he was trying to not not mold the guys, but but mold the culture like he talked about. I think it was a learning experience for him. And and I think now you're seeing that now that they're not rebuilding, he has certain expectations for this team. I don't think he quite knows exactly how to use the guys he has yet, but I think he's sort of learning on the job too because the New York job is not the easiest job, as you know. And now that he's got someone like J.D. work, you know, at the top, there's going to be expectations and he's going to constantly be talking to him. 
So I think it's a work in progress, but I like what I see because he seems to be very willing to take criticism. He's very willing to talk about what players aren't doing well. And I think because of that, he has a chance. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what about the uh, the guy they had up uh, in uh, preseason, the defenseman that was it Thompson? Was that his last name? Jack? No, Robertson. No, no, no. You're, you're Robertson. Yeah, Matthew Robertson. So yeah. I'm very high on Matthew Robertson. When they drafted him last year, I believe he was playing for the Edmonton Oil Kings, and he was a guy that got injured. And so he didn't play like a full season, but he's a big guy. What is he, like 6'4"? He's a really good skater for a guy that size already. He definitely has some pushback. I felt like in preseason games, he fit right in. I know Jim was happy with when we saw each other that uh, what he was seeing out of him in that game. I like him. I think he will make it, but he's not going to make it for a while. Like, you're, you know, you're talking yeah, he, three years, four years. Yeah, he looked like he, he had some I'll use the word again, poise, you know, yeah. made some mistakes, but that's to be expected. Yeah. This is just a huge jump, and I yeah. think that's good to hear that you think yeah, he's going to ground think three, I think three years is possible. Uh, one other question. And, uh, uh, bo- 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 oh, what do you think is going to happen with Chris Kreider? I think Kreider will resign. I think they had to get everything straight with with the cap. I do believe he'll resign. You know, you have to go back and, and remember Jeff Gordon was scouting him when he was with the Bruins and Kreider was playing for BC. So there's a great history there. I do think Kreider could be your next Ranger captain if if they do re-sign him because he really has become a leader in the locker room. The young players like him. You could say that, Eddie, but, you know. He's a lunkhead. <laughs> no, but you know what? Here's the thing about it, though. He does have that physical edge to him. He is a fast skater. He's in on a lot of plays. He he's pretty. He's, he's not fifty games a season. Well, yeah, you know, he know. can't play a whole season. He 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 disappears. I don't okay, see him as a leader. And he's got terrible finish. I know. I, I, maybe he's got tenure because he's been there. He's a he's got tenure. He scored thirty goals a year. Like you know, you're, Mark Stahl, the captain. I mean, this this. The, I'm sorry. I don't think Kreider's a leader. Well, who are you going to make a leader? Jim, who are you going to give it to? Jim, who are you going to give it to? Zabinajad. I mean, that's a no-brainer. No, no. He's going to get it. He he scores big goals. He's on the upswing. Kreider's never going to break 30 goals. He does score big goals, but when do you see Zabinajad making big proclamations? When do you see him saying something where – He's helping with the youth now. I'm sorry. We can have a disagree. I, I, Chris Kreider, to me, is, is, is a space cadet. Right. It's all right. That's okay. All right. Let's do it out. I'm only kidding. Yeah, that's <laughs> if, I go, if I go see your band one day, I'll jump on stage. That's oh, man, that would be great. We need a drummer, by the way. We had a fire <laughs> I right drummer. I took lessons. I was horrible. I was a clarinet player. Ah, well, if we ever do like a <laughs> – uh, a symphony version of Idiot Box. <laughs> I'll call you. It's been quite a few years. I, it would take me a while. If you ever decide, if you ever come out with a, uh, if you ever do a Dixieland album, Eddie, make sure you get, <laughs> make sure you get a hold of Rob. Uh, anything else? Uh, what we got? No idea what's going on. Uh, Zippy will be the captain. Uh, okay, we got a, pretty much everything. We covered it. Rush, you've said it all. You said it I all, and, and and thank you so much for coming on the I show. I hopefully met, at least reached the standards that Adam Rader was shooting for, but yeah, the lighting wasn't great, but whatever. I mean, it's your first appearance. This was fun. I'll you know. figure it out. 
Other people want to know if you're in. Uh, you're going to be a weekly guest. I don't think we have that in our budget to get you on <laughs> once a week. But uh, that that means they like you and they like us. So I appreciate yeah. it. I'm willing to come on. Like even if I'm at the rank, I, I can come on. You know. What about? I mean, you cover the Flyers really intently. I mean, uh-huh. uh, where do you see the Flyers? This is my parting thing. Do you think they're going to? I love. I love this goalie they got. Yeah, Carter was a really good goalie. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs though because I think with everything they've added. They still haven't figured out how to get ahead in games. And I think that's going to be a big thing for AV this year. They are always playing from behind. And look, Carter Hart had a horrible game in Lausanne in Switzerland, but that's on bigger ice. You never know with a goalie in the second year, even as great as he looked, and he looked great even in junior. Sometimes that second year is hard on a guy. And if it is, then Brian Elliott's your guy, who is fine until he gets hurt, right? I mean, that's always been the knock on Elliott. So I think they're just going to miss out. I think they're going to be one of those teams like the Canadians that gets like 90-something points, and they're looking on the outside looking at Huh. All right. And uh, Russ, Jen wanted me to say thank you for coming on tonight, and it was great meeting you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I really <laughs> like her. I, I don't know why she's with you, but I, I appreciate it. That makes two of us. That's it. You always. I leave. tell her that all the time. <laughs> hey, I tell her she all she's out of my league. I tell her that all the time. All right, Russ, thank you so much. That's the key. What's that? You're a good couple, and that's the key. We are. We are indeed. All right, Russ, thank you so much. Enjoy the season. We'll talk right, to you soon. This will be like the Lion King moment. <laughs> <laughs> that cat's got a long tail. She does, and she's like- and she's deaf too. That's why she meows a lot. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, Russ, take all care. Right, We'll all talk right, you to you soon. Bye bye. Good night. You and your you cat. Later. <laughs> bye. The great Russ Cohen. There you making, go. Making his debut. As always, a fantastic guest. An hour almost. Yeah. More than an hour. You Where know, else did you get that? I, I said to when 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 Jen and I saw him at the Wells Fargo Arena, and I said before we said goodbye, I said, you know. I was explaining to him that we do the video now, and if he wanted to come on, he said, absolutely. He says, just let me know, and let me know how it works, and I'll come on. And I said to Jen after he walked away, I said, you know, I said, 10 years. I said, I've probably, I said we probably had him on the show close to 20 times. He's never said no, never. No matter what was going on, whether it was his busy you know, draft, which is his busy time, or whether it was whenever. He's never said no to us. So, yeah, we, we, we give him a lot of guff, but but he's uh, very good to I, listen. I'll never say a bad word about Russ Cohen, that's for sure. Oh, I will, but... <laughs> oh, I, well, yeah, oh, I, I will. You can't say Hayek, right? Coming with that hatchet. I don't know what the hell he was doing with that hatchet. <laughs> but uh, anyway, All well, right. it, turned out to be, it turned out to be hatchet. Now we get into the, the second hour of this program. And uh, so, I mean, we talked about a lot of different stuff with Russ. I, I want to do some... Uh, we always do... Pre- or preview we always do our over unders i got some of those to throw at you and uh i'll post the link again if you want to come on video and join us i see mike halleck is is waiting patiently to come on tom o'neill is here tom you should come on say hello mike silvers is here cutters here nick the great nick de cristo is here brian zelenka is here joe catroni's here glad to see joe feeling better joe's come up with some some really cool looking graphics, by the way, game thread graphics and graphics and stuff like that. Costa has just popped up on the studio. 
Costa, what did you wait for Russ to leave? Right. <laughs> oh, is he gone? I can go in there now. Yeah. Howie's here. We haven't seen Howie yet on video. Well, great, Howie's just always great, got something going on. The great Patty Duke is here. I've posted the link several times, Mr. Gimbal. I will also say Howie has a son named Ranger. He does. Which I think is so cool that you would name your the fruit of your loins Ranger after your favorite baseball, I mean hockey team, New York Rangers. That's amazing, man. Uh, I would probably have to go, if I had a kid, I would name him after uh, the New York Arrows, the indoor soccer team. <laughs> I played here and won a couple championships. Arrow. Arrow. Arrow Geik. Arrow Geik. But I've always said if I had a kid's name, I would name him Otto. Otto Geik. That would be the most German name I think you could get. Rough and tumble. Here comes Otto. Otto Geik. Don't mess with Otto. Evil Otto. Right. Um, All right. So, uh, All right, so you got over-unders. Please let me know how many points the Rangers got last year so I can kind of use that as a gauge of where I'm going to go. All right. Because uh, I didn't do my crack research. Jim definitely did some pre-show stuff. Me, I was at Taco Bell. (laughs) All right. So – how about we'll talk to uh, we'll talk to Mike since he's been waiting for a while. We'll say hello to Mike, and then we can do some over unders. Then we've got Costa and Joe, both waiting in the wings. We can talk to them as well. Okay. All right. Let's bring Mike on. Here comes Mike. There he is. What's up, Mike? Good, Good fellas. Good evening. Hello, Mike. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. good. What are you doing, the garage organizing? What's going on? No, no, no. I just got done cleaning up my kitchen. Just had dinner. Oh, okay. Looking good there. Looking good. Clean up What's up, fellas? How's everything going? Good, good. Did you uh, get to hear Russ at all? And uh, I, see caught, I, I caught I caught the end of it. Okay. Apparently, he's not a fan of Zabinjad being captain. I don't get that. I mean, it, it's pretty much a lock from what I can see and hear and the buzz that's going around Ranger World. Why? Well, I feel something. I saw something on another page last night. I put it in the group, so we'll see. Well, I think Sabinich has scored a lot of big goals for the Rangers the last couple of years. If you believe what's going on in that broadcast, they're saying he's talking to the youth and uh, been, a, been a leader. And I, I'm sorry, Patty Duke, that I think cried as a lunkhead. I think he's a terrific player, but I just don't think he has the space in his brain to uh, be a leader. I don't think he's that alpha type. That's all I'm saying. I but think he could be. He just, I just. Jen, Jen's right on the other hand. Well, Jen's right. We don't know what goes on in that locker room, really. We don't. So, I mean, I'm just looking at the on ice kind of stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you think? Do you think, uh, who do you want to be captain? I don't have a problem with Zabinajad. I don't have a problem. They don't name anybody at all either. I just don't care that much. I think eventually, Jim, you've got to have an identity. You've got to have. But does that come from the captain? Does that have to come from a guy with a C on his jersey? 
I think on the ice, it means more. I think your identity is is more is more of a collective thing. I I don't know how do I, how do I know how do I know good with young players? How do I know they look up to him in the locker room? I don't know. We don't know that. But like, all I know, they all look up to Tony D'Angelo. For all I know, they all look up to Vinny Letary, and they sent him to Hartford. He's going to get him for that. That that (laughs) score yet to be settled. There ever was a guy with deserve to be sent to Hartford. It was that your paisan. Graziada. They already got. They (laughs) sent him to Giuseppe. Get out. (laughs) They already got D'Angelo. Who else? They got any other high ties up on there? They should make Tony D'Angelo the captain. Oh, please. People would go nuts. Well, let's see if he can uh, stay out of the Quinn bin for more than uh, three games. Well, Jim, your your girlfriend, Jen, said on the uh, post that I made that uh, a lot of the fans just think that unless your name is Mark Messier, you, uh, you know, you can't be a good captain. Well, how do we know if he's not going to be a good captain if you don't give him a chance? You know, they gave Leach a chance. They realized at one point he wasn't that great of a captain. And they yeah, took it he, away. And gave it- he had no. He had no chance to come on. He he followed, he followed the greatest Messi. captain of all time. It, it, of course, he had of no course. chance to succeed. But the guys like Messier come once in a lifetime, once in a lifetime to this franchise. I would. Uh, I would just put it to the players. Do they want a captain, or if not, uh, do we have to have a captain by Thursday night? By the time they drop the puck. First of all, you might as well just put Jen on this broadcast because she's making cogent, coherent points. <laughs> then tell her to come downstairs. What, come what on champ, downstairs. What I'll go champion upstairs, put do my you know that had no captain? <laughs> what champions do you know in any in hockey had no How captain? Many, are we winning Jack a Stanley Cup? Okay, so if if they name Mika Zibanejad captain tomorrow, is that guaranteed a cup? cup? Should I just head to the Cavalier Heroes tomorrow? Step. I'll call one that a step. work. One step. <laughs> Hold on. Let me let me get the number. I'll call out of work yeah, right well, now. I, I can't come to work because Mika Zibanejad is the fucking captain and we're winning right. the cup. Make in June, July, call in sick. Yeah. For the parade. And I'll be right there with right. you, Jim. Yep. Right. I missed out on the last one. We'll be so. on the you BS- She's you a can't run this like a rinky-dink uh, organization like on they the- have over there in Nassau, Belmont, <laughs> or wherever they're playing this week. We'll be this on the BSU where- float, the parade. you got to take I'll the steps necessary to be a professional and organized franchise. And the first thing is name a captain, not this four-captain system. It's stupid. Uh, I, I just I, – let it, let it come uh, organically. You don't want to do anything. I Jim, I agree with you. Maybe they should put it up to the team. Nothing's important. <laughs> Nothing's important. <laughs> Your laissez-faire attitude with this. No longer. We got some studs on this team. Why can't it just be an organic thing when somebody – Organic. Why do we have to – we have to name a captain. Go drink your white claw. Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> you're organic. Wow. Come on. Actually, Jim, if I thought about it, if they did leave it up for the team, then Hank might be the captain. Oh, Lord. Everybody would be like, oh, that's right. Well, he's put in the most years. No. All right. So what's your predictions, Mike Halleck? Let's get right down to it. Let me put you right on the spot. Well, I think they'll win 35 to 40 games. Maybe. Maybe sneak in at the – one of the wild card spots. 
It all depends on how healthy they are. I really think this power play, once they get Kratzoff back up to uh, from Hartford, I think that's just short term, by the way. Um, once they get him and get him going and get Kako going, I think they could have two really good power play units. Don't know about the penalty killing, but – and if Lundqvist can stay healthy and play the way he can play, he's played in the past, they have a chance to, to make some noise. But obviously, like I said last time, keep your expectations low. And, you know, I I think uh, the bread man could score 35 goals. I'm hoping for that. That would be nice. And, uh, you know, the rest of the guys are just going to fall into place. They don't need They don't need superstars like that in every position like the Yankees. But I think they have – they've started something really good here. And um, that's about it, you know. I don't like, like I said, I don't have super high expectations, and uh, you know, that's pretty much it. What about you guys? Well, I think uh, we're going to save our predictions for last, right, Tim? Or you want to do them now? Yeah, we'll do our we'll do our stuff in a little bit. Yeah. um, No, I think you raised several points. I think. I like the fact that you're going with maybe they make the playoffs and not not like a sure thing. Oh, no. oh, what? I have I have breaking New York Rangers Uh-oh. news. This Uh-oh. is breaking news. The New York Rangers New York Ranger president John Davidson has announced that the Rangers have named Mika Zibanejad captain of the New York Rangers. Thank you very much. And traded him to Tampa Bay for the Tampa Bay Lightning first round the NHL draft. He's joking. He's joking. Get it all out of the way at once. Name him captain and then just go ahead and trade him. So bitter you are, sir, that me and the rest of the Ranger throng <laughs> know that Mika Zibanejad should be named captain. You need a captain. I hope Let's he is. I hope for his sake. He... This organically, it's nonsense. Oh, organically, gotta, what's going to happen? You got to have a captain. You just don't <laughs> like win it. Your cup. You just don't care. You've got to care about the Rangers. They How can anybody captain. follow Kelly Kissio's footsteps oh as captain of this Kelly Kissio was a good player. Team. Him, O'Grodnick, and uh, what you call it? Uh, Mullen. Brian Mullen. That was a good line. <laughs> what, you poo-pooing his captaincy? I just said, how is anybody going to follow him? He, he was a good player for the Rangers. Good ha- it didn't, ha- you know, it wasn't his fault. They had 15 other schmucks on that team who couldn't play the game. <laughs> that was around the days of Michelle Bergeron, right? It could be. And all he wanted was French Canadian players, and they it just didn't work. They couldn't understand what he was saying. From what the, I've talked to, they, they didn't know what he was saying. Not as bit. You're just, speaking French like Joey Tribbiani. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Cavat. So, uh, so that's uh, okay. That's your take, Mike. I think. I'm going to get probably the shampoo, man. I think had a good preseason after that rough start. I mean, I'm looking for him to be better than last year. I think he's going to be better than last year. I agree with that. I I mean, he can't be any worse. Well, we'll see. But uh, I think the workload thing and Georgiev kind of 
in the wings is going to make him strive to be a little bit better and to be – now, is he going to be in a hospitable goalie back there to his defenseman? Is he going to – <laughs> is he going to not uh, break his stick and throw his stick? stick and... to someone? Yeah, that's probably still going to happen. But I think his play will be better. There, I hope they were, so. <laughs> they were talking about uh, Zabanajed during the during the game the other night, and they interviewed Hank about Zabanajed. And I heard they had to do sixteen takes because Hank can't talk about anybody else that long without talking about himself. <laughs> so they had to keep stopping and they'd start over. And... Uh, it's too funny. Bah, bah. <laughs> you guys think this... Go ahead. You guys... I'm sorry. I was going to say, do you really think they can have a top power play this year? I think the first unit, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to... As be... long as they name a captain. <laughs> Really? I think I think they're going to be they're going to be I think they have a dynamic power play. That's the second time using the word, but I think they're going to have. I mean, Terry Panarin is just from what I've seen, it's just like a whole different. You know, we've been talking for years about that sniper, that guy that everybody fears. For years, we we had nothing, I and mean, we had Gabrick, but yeah. he wasn't a guy who who was a playmaker as well as a goal scorer. This guy is both. He could score. He can pass. We had Rick Nash. What the hell were we thinking? Casper. Thinking he, he was a sniper, that he was a guy that was going to score 45. This guy, Panarin, is young, in his prime. He's today. He's happening. I mean, you know, <laughs> he's like Mandar. Uh, so it's like uh, he is. I, I, I just think the love about, of my life just said, you're so dickish. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah! Wow. What about so, Jesper Fast as captain? Oh jeez, his teammates uh, love him. Quiet, very. He quiet. Wins that, he wins that crumb bum or whatever his award every year. What's that award he wins? The players, players, player award he wins every year. Uh, he doesn't like it. Maybe quickie, he's captain. He doesn't even talk. Guys, who doesn't like a quickie anyway? Yes, his, his exactly. Uh, no, I definitely think that uh, Mika Zaminijad is the guy. I mean, if Kreider gets it and there's some kind of secret formula he has going on in the locker room, fine. I know the women who follow this program are in love with his body and his face, and that's fine and all well and, 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 well and good. But uh, as a leader of men, I do not see him filling that role. Yeah. All right. All right, Mike. All right, well, fellas. It all starts Thursday. We'll I'm see you so next excited. Week. I'll be here waiting. I'll be All here right. watching. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Take Sounds care, good, Mike. Bye. All right, buddy. Bye. All right. The great Mike Halleck. The captain debate rages on. It's a hot button issue. It is a hot button issue. It's a hot button issue. They it's call- imperative that we name a captain, Jim. <laughs> imperative. It's a moral imperative. Josh Gimble was here waiting in the studio, and now he's gone. And you know who else was in the studio very, very briefly? Close and then to- disappeared? D.B. Maven. Wow. I haven't seen one of the, 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 what's the, the word originals. I'm looking for? The, one of the originals, the, the esteemed D.B. Maven. All right. Uh, oh, Josh Gimble is back.
All right. Uh, let's see. Who you want to talk to? You want to talk to Kosti? You want to talk to Joe? Or you want to talk to Josh? I'll let you. Uh, pick. Uh, let's go to Josh Costa, Joe, if Joe's got the time, because usually we make our predictions, usually us three at the end of the show. Okay. As long as Joe's all right with that. As long as Joe's sitting down, he's got his morphine drip. He's all good. All right. Live from Kitchener, Ontario, from the north side. He lives Hold on. Good... on. Before we get to lives on the south side, on the bad part of town. Josh is on the good side. The the father to be, the newly married. Yes, congratulations, Josh. Ladies and gentlemen, he's married, he's fertile, he's Josh Gimbel. 2037, first round pick for the Rangers, guys. That's right. Go. And all that good news, and me and him agreed on something. <laughs> oh, we agree. Mika's a better Josh should be the fucking captain. That's right. Well, welcome to the program, Josh. A blessing on your house, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate it. Congratulations. Nothing but good things. So good to see you. Yeah, you guys too. That is fucking late in the background, though, in this new place. Fuck. Uh, don't worry about it. Just We got we got one guest that's underlit, one that's overlit. Oh, I'm all good anyway. He's so lit already. Lit. See him drinking those beers? He's lit already. I see that. you damn right. What are we drinking tonight? Uh, I got some Carling. Isn't that the? No, I'm a kid. I gotta go on the budget beers. That's the uh, cheap beer you were telling us about last time, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Josh Gimble is all excited. He's tickled pink. Tony oh. D'Angelo comes back in two games and goes nuts. Oh, Tony D'Angelo! That, don't get me started, Eddie. I want. I want you to rejoice. Rejoice. Hey, you know what? I think. Like I said, I, I thought Quinn got to, got through to him by the end of the year last year. Same with Buchnevich. Um I know the banter guys will love that. Uh, but, no, I, I really think he did a good job with those two guys. And I, I'm looking him to do the same thing with uh, Leas this year, too. Is uh, I really think with some of these young guys, I think he can get through to him. He's, you know, he's got a lot of experience in the college ranks. And I, I, I really think that's where his strength is right now. I mean... Uh, when we have a full team that's ready to contend, um, I still think that the the verdict's out on him. But uh, for developing some young guys, I think he's good. And I think a lot of fans were a little shocked that Heedle got sent down and uh, Leas got kept up. Um, I, he, he had a great preseason, I thought, Leas. I mean, Leas was great. My big beef with, with Quinn is Howden. I'm not a big Howden guy. I... I don't think he does anything particularly well. Um, Leas, though, I thought in, in training camp, I thought he really showed out. I think he was great. I think he should be in that third line spot over Howden, personally. Um, but yeah, I I don't disagree with Hedl going down. But my only problem was we all heard all summer. Well, not even all summer. I mean, I guess the the weeks leading up to camp was that Hedl would be in the second line spot. But we never saw one preseason game with. Him between Kako and um, and Kreider, right? And and I would have I would have liked to see him. I think he played one game in center, and I think he was playing with Kratsov, and I forget who else he was playing with, but it wasn't it, it wasn't Kreider. He he, in my opinion, he got one game, and I, I I like I said, I forget who he played with, but I think that I would have liked to see him get that opportunity for at least one game. No, I hear you. I mean, uh, Howden, 
I, I have to agree with you on Howden. Howden, he started off well, but I didn't really see what does he really do. Like, is he a great skater? Okay, he's a pretty good skater, but he's going to be the captain. Is his he's going to score? I don't even see that. I mean, I don't know. It's I thought he played well enough and put the puck in enough in his rookie season. I think he was tied for fifth in goals for rookies that he should be on the team and Howden should be sent down. My problem with Howden is he was great for the first like 15 games. Well, I wouldn't even say great, but for what we expect. He looked promising. He looked promising for the first but, <laughs> Chip. But for me, Howden, and especially in the second half of the season, I thought he was terrible. And yes. I spent, uh, I mean, his, so the year that we traded for, uh, for Howden, I spent um, the greater part of that spring in the Sault Ste. Marie, um, right across the street from uh, GFL Center where uh, the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds played. And I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, I went to a lot of games and I was just, I usually, I'm someone who gets overhyped on young guys, but with him, I was never big on him watching him in junior as well. I mean, I watched him in Kitchener a lot, and then when I was in the Sioux, I watched him a lot, and I'm just – there's something about Howden that, I mean, I think he's a smart – I think he's a smart player. I think he has hockey sense, but I don't think he has the tools to, to put together. I mean, I mean, we said Leas Anderson needed to prove his skating last year, but Christ, Howden needs to improve his skating about twofold over Leas's. I oh, mean okay. – I think Howden's skating so weak. I don't think he thinks the game at a high level. And, I mean, that's ju- that's just me. But And I think that's one reason why, I mean, if if we'd have rolled out Heedle on the second line and Strom on the third line, I think Kratzoff might have been here. Personally. I kind of expected Kratzoff to go down, although – I thought the way he played, he should have stayed. He really earned, I thought, a spot. But, again, I think there's a lot of variables with the schedule, and they want to get these guys a little seasoned with the ice surface. I yeah. get that. And and I agree, Eddie, but my, my big thing is, if you look at Hartford's schedule for that first month, it's the same thing. Oh, like okay. They hardly play the first three weeks of, of October. Like They're not playing much more than the Rangers. I think they play four games of the Rangers three. Right. Um, so okay, that then that we could. I could that. be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I looked at it a few weeks ago, and uh, that was one thing I looked at because I was going. The Rangers only played three games in the first three four weeks. What's going on here? And then, like, I wanted to look at the Hartford schedule as well to just kind of see if that played any role role into roster situations. And I don't think it should. I think that they really want. <laughs> Heedle and Kratzov to run that first line, first power play in, in Hartford. And I think they're going to do great. I mean, as long as they don't go down and sulk. I mean, if they su- go down and sulk, we have bigger problems. But can I can I just give real quick, can I just give my take on, on guys that are sent down and, and schedule and everything else, guys that were kept? Why? Uh, I just don't I, I don't understand why people are getting so upset about who's who didn't make the team. Who did. What's the rush? We're in well, no I hurry. I mean, I mean, at best, this is a 35 to 40 win team. 
what's the rush? I mean, if they no, don't I, make the playoffs this year, again, it's just to me, it's just not. It's not a. This isn't a make or break year to make the playoffs. You know, this isn't. It, I'm I'm okay with Michael Haley being on this team for a little while. I'm okay with you know. Uh, I'm okay with Brendan Smith being here for a little while. Now if they're still here in April. I'm going to wonder what the hell is going on. But, but well, I, I just I, I understand, and, and for the most part, I agree with you there. But Brendan Smith, we've seen enough. Well, with Brendan Smith, like. If you're telling me that we don't have better forward options for Grant Smith, something's fucking wrong. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's something I I well, doubt. That I listen. I love Quinn, but when I see these little things, these these little things that just grate up my nerves, like Brendan Smith, like why he showed nothing this, in the play uh, the preseason. He looked as terrible, uh, a turnover machine. He's uh, waiting for a mistake. Any play play he plays with stinks. Immediately is it makes the, the pairing worse. And I'm saying to myself, why? And I I get, come- no, and I agree. But I get I get Hallie, but Smith. I mean we know, we know. he's not good. I get Hallie. Pump pump Hallie in there when, when Lemieux's hurting or someone else is hurting. Just pump him in there, play him six minutes a night. I, I'm not concerned about Halley taking any minutes away from anyone. Um, Greg McKay? Fucking, he broke my fucking wrist. <laughs> I played minor hockey against that prick. Oh, really? I really? didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm happy he made the team, though. He's actually a really good guy. Uh, um, McKay, honestly, I think McKay, uh, honestly, McKay. I mean, you, you look at his overall points over his career but i mean this is a guy that can go and play the second penalty kill he can go play the fourth line i i think mckegg's a great guy to sign i mean i i really am high on mckegg no i really think he's gonna fill in the fourth line i mean the, the cocksucker owes me some tickets for breaking my wrist but uh <laughs> well i think uh well there you have it <laughs> no honestly McKeg, though, I think you guys, I I think he's going to become. Uh, I won't. I think he's a Dominic Moore light. I don't think he's going to be as good as Dominic Moore when he was on his fourth line in his prime when he was when we had that fourth line of what was it him Dorset and uh, well we had him and him and Dorset and then we had guys fluctuating through that fourth line but that was a great Carcillo. fourth line. Carcillo, but we had some other guys fluctuate. We had Shepard going through that line as well. But Shepard, God, I barely remember him. But he wasn't that bad in that playoff run. But I, I really think McKegg's going to be a solid fourth liner that's going to go not put up a lot of points, but he's going to be a guy who can kill penalties and he's going to be dis- defensively responsible. And uh, one thing I want to add, though, is I saw the lines that the practice lines. And I, one thing I noticed in preseason was uh, Anderson, Nemestikov, and uh, Lemieux. I think they played together for one, one and a half games. But I think you have to keep those three together because you're adding those three. That's a, a, a great third line. I mean, talk about a pain in the ass line to play against. Uh, I, I think the forechecking pressure between Leas and, and Lemieux would be phenomenal. Yes, those guys like to give the hit. 
after the other, you know, the team moves the puck up the ice, they finish their checks, uh, and they also could throw. I mean, Lemieux is like a pinball out there. Yeah. He's hitting every guy. I'm afraid he's going to get too tired after all the hits to make a play because, you know, he's just hitting everybody out there. For and, me, uh, I agree. But for me and a lot of guys, like a lot of people believe Lemieux could be a 20-goal sco- goal scorer. You got to remember, this guy was picked uh, first um, first overall in the second-round draft. I guess, so what, 30th or whatever the fuck it was when those – how it was before uh, – Golden Knights came in, I think, but uh, I mean, like the guy has some skill. Like he, he's not a terrible player. I mean, I, I think that you can be a pain in the ass while putting up some numbers as well. N- nothing crazy, but well, I, I don't think it's. Really... I don't think a Go dozen on. goals is out of his reach. I mean, you well, know, I, I think at his peak, I mean, if he's playing with the right line mates, I, I don't think twenty goals is out of the realm of possibility with him. All right, I'm glad that you have high That's expectations. Me. That's good. I'm, Listen. I'm really high on the Mew. I, I really think, and even uh, Quinn, I mean, like I said, I think the verdict's still out on Quinn, but he's commented and said he thinks Quinn is, or the, the Mew has the possibility of being, you know, like uh, a tweener between, you know, that second, third line that can fill in when guys get hurt and add that grit and put in a couple goals. Yeah, let's hopefully he can get a whole season in and, and you know, do some damage. All right. I think people, I think people will be pleasantly surprised. All right, but, Josh. Um, when's the baby due? Got to get cons gone. When's the baby uh, due? Uh, April 13th. So uh, it could be a playoff baby, but uh, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> so we'll find out if it's I'm, – I'm convinced it's a boy, but uh, we'll find out uh, – I think second week in November, we'll find out for sure. She's at just over three months right now. All right. All right. Keep us posted, Josh. Good to see you. Josh, we'll talk to you soon. Playoffs or not, Rangers? I want to say no. Okay. I'm, I'm This year, I'm going to be cheering for the Rangers. Obviously, last year, I was kind of hoping for losses. Um, but I think we're relying too much on – I hope I'm wrong, but we're relying too much on the youth. And I really think I'd be pleasantly surprised if we make the playoffs. I mean, it, I think we're up against it. Okay. Fair right. enough. I mean, uh, if Heedle stepped up in camp, and I, I mean, I, I think he didn't look terrible, but I was expecting a lot more out of him in camp. And uh, that second-line center spot is so weak right now that uh, I think that's our big weakness right now and our downfall. I think the bottom six and the top line is great. But uh, and I, I really think that's going to attribute to some early struggles for Kakao, because we really, I mean, Strom's not a possession guy; he's a dump and chase guy, and we don't have a guy to you know gain that blue line with Kakao. I think that's going to be a problem. I hope Strom proves me wrong. I, I, I like Strom; I think he's a good third liner, but we don't have a good, we don't have a second line center right now. Okay, well, we're making progress. For years, we didn't have a first line center. So yeah, now we got to exactly. work on the second line center. Hey, well, well uh, we pretended Stefan was a second, first line uh, center for a little bit. Uh, that's true. All right, Josh, <laughs> we got a mambo. We're good up talking to you, guys. Take care, care God God. Take care, guys. Bye. Thank you. All right, I've posted a poll in the chat. Hopefully, people can vote on that. I, I, I still don't. I don't remember how these things. Oh, there, there, people are voting. 
Will the Rangers make the playoffs? Yes or no? And we'll give our answers shortly. All right, so let's talk to Costa. Here comes Costa. Ding. What's up, Costa? Uh, Everything's all right. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Were you with with Big Lots recently? Yes. Somebody said they saw you there. Who? 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 Who saw Costa at Big Lots in Center Reach? Somebody. I forget. It was in the chat room. Oh, that's cool. Sorry. Did you ask him for whoever that was? Did you ask him for his autograph? <laughs> so I, I would have. Yeah, from your lips to God's ears. You probably would have charged him. Nah, I'm not. Yeah, you would charge for it. Brian Zelenka saw him. I've met Brian too. He lives locally around here near us. Brian Zelenka. You did? Did you? Why didn't you go up to him? Closest approachable guy. I no, you did. You full shit. You full of shit. No, I swear to God. No, he says, yeah, I came up. He says, I came up to him. You're like, yeah, you're full of shit. No, he didn't say that. He said, I was going to ask for a pick, but you didn't? All right. I, I, we'll get off the subject. Oh, Costa right. charges $10 for picks. Ah, come on, dude. Stop with that shit. <laughs> he says he would have, but his wife would have been creeped out. Oh, dude. Oh, God. No, no, no. The wife might have been like, why are you getting a guy's pick? You know, might have. All right, let's get off this subject. And yeah, anyways. Let me ask you the questions that are pertinent to this broadcast and pertinent. We want to pick your brain. You ready? Yes, sir. Do the Rangers need a captain? If not Zabinajad, then who? The first yeah. question well, to put to you, sir. No, thank you very much. To the, no. Furthermore, I want to no, 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 stop filibustering, sir, on this show. I will have none of it. <laughs> filibustering. The first question I put to you: Is it essential for a winning team to have a captain, a professional yes. franchise, not this yes. captain by dele- delegate? Yes. yes. Okay. My second question to you, good sir, from Center Reach, is this: Mika Zibanejad is your captain, correct? If you had your druthers, if it's up to me at this point, he—he's—he's he's, he's the best option. Okay. My third question to you: <laughs> What did you think about the send downs and the keepers? Who stayed and who laid? An egg. Yeah, I'm surprised. I think. I'm going to be honest. I think part of the reason why. No, lie to me. Of course, I want you to be honest. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm I'm shocked that Kratzoff and Cheadle got sent down to the A. It's Cheadle. Don, Don Cheadle is an actor, <laughs> sir. <laughs> for the record, get the name straight, sir. <laughs> sir, sir, sir. <laughs> sir, we'd like an answer, sir. <laughs> Hi, sir. All right, so you were surprised that Heedle and Kraftsoff got sent down. But I think I know why, and I think and I think Josh mentioned it before. They're, All right, they're gonna get they're gonna get they're gonna I think they're gonna grind it out a little more down in the A. They're gonna they're gonna do a lot of practicing and this and that. You know, they're gonna they're gonna freaking really grind fucking ham, get these guys going. And I I would think. 
that no later than a month, I would say at the latest, I would say at the quarter season mark, these two guys are up here at the latest. All right. Let me just show something really quick while we're, if you're, if you look at the, if you're in the chat right next to the comment bar is a little, uh, here it is a little purple thing. If you click on that, it'll let you answer the poll. I wasn't sure how you do it. And I see people are saying that they can't vote. So if you click on that little purple thing at the bottom, you can vote in the poll. All right, moving on. Uh, all right. So we got your, you, your uh, take on and that. You, and you know why? You know why I'm now going to be pissed off. You know why? Because you're always pissed off. When are you happy? Right. <laughs> when you ever come on the show and go, you know, I love the way things are going. Everything's great. Fantastic. Life's a carnival. You've never said that. Life is a cabaret. Life is, life is no, a cabaret. Life, no, life is a prison unless you can pay. Then it's a, it's a, it's a friggin' um, it's a, a, a nice spot. quote. You can't even remember the ending of it. Now go ahead. <laughs> What's this? Happy. Hey, that's close to fucking happy. <laughs> right there. All right. My brother, my friend, my compatriot, my partner in crime. Yes. That's when it. I'm angry. I am very angry that um a Mr. Smith is on this team. I am a very, very, very angry man. You should be this, angry. This, I'm telling you, this guy's gonna cost us games. You watch. I'm very angry over here. I think this is his last shot to redeem himself, and he's going to be sent down quickly because and, there's no and, explanation why he's on the team. And by the grace of the good Lord above, that bum, and I hate to say it, I mean, and, and he's been a good soldier for this team. Him and Stahl need to get bought out no, this offseason. <laughs> Stop with Stall getting bought out. Is he, what are they, they got no defenseman as it is. He's got one year left after this year. Why yeah. would you why would you buy him out and pay uh, him no, over 10 no, years? You went off the rails with that. I don't think Stall's a bum. So we, I just a bum, but I'm looking at this long term. Contract sucks. That's it. No, no. I I remember I mentioned I don't want to protect bums in the expansion draft. Oh, what are we going to lose, Oscar Lindbergh again? I mean, really, I mean, what do we lose? We lose these bums that are playing it. They're not even in hockey anymore. Come on. Don't worry about the expansion. You're always worrying. <laughs> Worry about the here and now. Brendan Smith sucks. He doesn't belong on a team. He doesn't belong in the NHL. He doesn't belong anywhere. He belongs punching tickets. Work the he ticket window with the guard. League out there. Exactly. All right. My so, final query to you, sir. Rangers playoffs, playoffs or not? Improvement from last year or not? All I'll say is this. And I, I hope it's all you're going to say. If this team doesn't make the playoffs, there's going to be a lot of unhappy people. Are I'll you going to be one of them? That's the question, sir. What? Are you going to be unhappy? Yes and no. Oh God. <laughs> Jeez. You know why? You know why? Yes. You know why? The answer. You know why? Yes. Why? You want to tank again? No. We spent all this money, and 
We're not going to make the playoffs? Come we'll on. say Panarin gets 40 goals and, and 40 assists, but we don't make the playoffs. It was worth the money. If Truba winds up with 15 goals and 40 yeah, that's, assists, that, that's my, worth the money. That's what, I mean, that's what I mean by saying no. I mean, obviously, you can say absolutely you say no because we're still we're still rebuilding, you know. Right. And I think we – and I'm going to kind of sw- just give you a little preview. Of what I think. We got a lot of players that never played together before. Yeah. They've never played on the same ice. This team is, is, is a mishmash of talent that just has been airdropped. And we got to, we got to go through well, the road. But, phase. I think, but I think like anything else, I figure eh, quarter, 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 a quarter of the way of the season, the half of the way of the season, I think everybody will get pretty much used to everybody. And if there's going to be some call-ups, there's going to be some sent-downs and this and that. And I also think the division's gotten weaker. So I think it's going to fall back to – I think the Rangers – I'm not going to tell you my prediction, but I could – I'm hopeful. I'm Joe hopeful. Is so ups- Joe Catroni is so upset by all of this, he is taking his blood pressure as we speak. Oh, my God. <laughs> 210, over, 210 over 175. Jeez. His temper's flaring like a pack of hemorrhoids. Get that doc. Get him a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Where is uh, who was that? The doctor that the Rangers used to have, uh, I forget that guy's Lennox Hill Hospital. The official Lennox Hill, get him to Lennox Hill Hospital, the official hospital, right? What's he so hot about? I don't know. He's what's taking... he do? The Rangers gonna win the cup? He's recovering from major surgery, he's gotta take his blood pressure. What, what do you have? His hip replaced or some shit? Trans, 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 uh, transgender surgery, <laughs> transitioning surgery. Oh, he's transitioning, yes. Oh, Breast boy. reduction. Oh, Jesus, come on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I I hope they make the playoffs because this because this this I wanted to find an answer, sir. This team will, yes. this will lose their fucking minds. Don't care about the other. I want your expert opinion. I want it on your on the record. We in, we out. We want to know, as a fan who watches almost nine games a season, will they make the playoffs? No playoffs. not. <laughs> well, you know, come on. He's got some anger issues. There'll be a lot of broken furniture in his house. If he watched all the games. Yeah. He watches I mean, the three viewing party games and then about five others, and that's it. No, nah, he yeah, watches yeah. more than that. So I just know. give me your opinion. Just, I want you on the record. Is it so tough to go on the record for people? It's a wishy-washy thing with him. He's right in the middle. Because it's... it's. I'm saying no. If you got to think about it, it's a no. Right. I think Coaster is rooting for bad things. I'm going to yield the floor on that one. Okay. He's going to yield the rest of his time. Jesus Christ. Like, it's like going at Al Capone's vault here. I believe that he thinks <laughs> no. And I think he's secretly rooting against Panarin and Truba. So he can have something to bitch about at the end of the season. Already, they pay already, these guys the money and nothing. I he's already you. planning the Panarin buyout. Yes. You, got, you wanted the shiny new toy. You got him, so you pay for him. You broke it, you pay for it. That's what it is. The Rangers have $8 in cap room next year. Right. Uh, and it'll be all those guys' fault. I all don't right. know. 
Go take your blood pressure. We'll talk yeah. to you next week. Uh, take care, Costa. Uh, Have a good evening. <laughs> we love you. Bye bye. Oh, he's gone. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, let's get Joe on here before he strokes or something. I'm, more, I'm worried about him here now. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> oh God, please help me. I can't see. Oh. <laughs> so, Joe, uh, how are you what? feeling? How I'm you feeling feel? great. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm uh, uh, two weeks out now. It was two weeks ago. Yeah, I'm uh, ahead of schedule. I feel good. Um, that's about it, really. I mean, I'm walking without the use of a cane or anything, which is pretty awesome. That's and cool. I go to the doctor Thursday to get the stitches out and continue rehabbing and uh, getting in the pool of rehab as well. More resistance, and I'm on my way. Hopefully, river dance for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was taking my blood pressure because Costa was pissing me off. <laughs> what was he saying? <laughs> well, wasn't what he wasn't wasn't saying anything. <laughs> Just agitate you just by his appearance. Uh, nine games a season. That that should be the over-under question. I think he's way under nine. I'm, I think he watches more. He doesn't watch full games because once I, I don't even behind. understand that. Like how, how are you a fan of a team? I, I watch I, I can't wait to watch the Cowboys play on Sundays or Sunday nights or whatever. It's once a week. The Rangers are three times a week. I mean, you can't wait to watch the games. What the hell is he even what does he do? I think it's because He's got if they fall down, if, he yeah, gets, if they fall down like three one in the third, yeah, he's already like shit's flying. Uh, you know what? He, he's with the wrong team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he needs if he's to looking work. for a good regular season team. He should go uh, go to the Capitals or the, or the Lightning. Oh yeah, exactly. But they win fifty games a year. Yeah, All right. I, I listening to you guys, what you were talking about. Yeah, I, I don't think the Rangers are making the playoffs this year. I think they'll be a. 500 team. I think uh, I think they'll wind up being back where they were two years ago, picking in the draft somewhere around 10th. And 500 team, maybe, I don't know, 37, 37, and, you know, an eight or something like that. You know, I think they'll be, they'll, you know, they'll be in the hunt, I guess. It'll be, it'll be, we have, this is, this is gravy this year. This is, this isn't the year where we're starting to rock and roll. We know this. Anyone who's really truthful about it knows this. It'll be exciting. I, I think Panarin's going to be fun as hell to watch. And uh, playing with Libor Hayek will be named captain. <laughs> I, hey, you know what? I tell you what. I I couldn't care less about the captaincy thing. We haven't had a captain in like fifteen years, right? I mean, what, what, what success what we've had? I mean, what's the difference, right? Stahl's not going to be the captain. He's got two years left. And I was joking when I said that. Joke. I know. Don't you get me started on that? Uh, you people with the non-captains, I don't trust yeah. you people. I, I don't. I don't want a leader. I don't. I mean, I don't know really who they would pick as a captain. I mean, they got three or four alternates. Those are all captains, right? So, I mean, if they name really. Jay captain, he's got Speak a long time. Dad. Embrace it. I'm sure yeah. it's going to be him if they're going to name one. Good for him. Yeah, good, good for him. everybody. Good for everybody. He's, he's awesome, man. I mean, he's 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 young. He's he's not even hit his. Peak, right? I mean, I mean, he's he's probably a couple of years away from peak, and he's going to be playing with uh, Panarin, who's dynamite. I mean, and Buchnevich, you know, he's got talent, so that'll be that'll be a pretty awesome top line. We haven't had a good top line like that in a while. My problem with that line is, 
that I have a little, little problem my son preseason, it's very pass happy. Yeah. It, and maybe with that kind of skill level, I'm just not used to it, that yeah. it will actually work, you know, whereas, you know, you see Crosby and Malkin and all those guys, and it all works out. Uh, they all look to be, like, setting each other up and, like, rather than shooting. But Panarin's a shooter, so I think there'll be no problem with that. But I was a little in the preseason. I saw a lot of that. Yeah, you, know? you can't really put too much in the preseason. Such a damn mishmash, too. It's like it's a it's it's almost a distraction to watch those games. I mean, they looked they looked terrible in Philly, um, and it was like it's it was just such a mishmash, you know. I mean, well, was, you got three different groups. Yeah, yeah. you know, two guys playing back to back games while other guys sit for three games. It's a mishmash. It means nothing. It's they. I don't even know if they're still set on the lines. I mean, you 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 figure you figure Zibanejad's gonna center Panarin Buchnevich and Strom's gonna fit, uh, uh, center Kreider and Kako, and then I guess Howden will center the third line with Nemesnikov and I guess you know, Fost or a Foss probably Keg yeah. or Haley right, and then the fourth line will be Anderson centering Lemieux and and uh, Greg McKeg or. Uh, Charles Haley. I don't know. <laughs> Bill Haley in the comments. And it's a night, right? So, yes. Uh, let me. Uh, were you? Uh, let me ask you. Were you surprised by the uh, who made it and who didn't? Uh, you know what? I wasn't surprised with Heedle just because of the fact that he he just didn't look so great in the preseason. I think. He's forever linked with Anderson, who looked really good. And uh, I think Kravtsov is just too young. And there's no need for him then to rush him. And if, based on what I've read with what they're doing with Hartford and how they're treating Hartford now, uh, those guys will play a lot of minutes in Hartford. They'll play top power play. You know, they're going to get, they're going to be minute munchers and way better for them to play. 22 minutes or 20 minutes a night and play power play, then sit on the bench and play 10 minutes a night. Right. And probably everyone from top to bottom in the organization. I mean, it wasn't probably not an easy decision. I mean, you say, well, you know, we're going to keep Greg McKegg and sign Haley to a contract and he's going to make the team over a kid who, who's got skill and take your pick Heedle and, and, uh, and crafts But, they want they want their long term and and they're in the position to be able to be patient, uh, you know. And, and I guess you know, like Jim has said from a year and a half, you know, we've never seen anything like this as a as a fan base, right? For this fan base, so uh, you know, this is all gravy. If they if they make the playoffs this year, I, I mean, the division, I, I think the Devils will be better. I, I'm not buying into the whole they're going to be so much better. P.K. Subban is a lot of flash. He's also a turnover machine. Uh, he'll help them on the on on, on offense. Uh, I'm not convinced with their goaltending. Schneider is not what the, he was five, six years ago. And their defense is okay. So they'll be fun to watch, but they're probably going to give up a lot of goals. In terms of the Islanders, they may not be able to – they're going to give up a lot of goals too. I'm not buying their goaltending either. Uh I think the the Atlantic's way stronger than Metro. If the Rangers can actually stay there and get and, and have a couple of teams fall off, then maybe. But I don't expect them to make the playoffs. I don't. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, last year's wild card teams. Who were the wild card teams? Were it Montreal, right? And that, that the Atlantic Division is a tough division. You're going to have uh, Toronto and and Boston and and Tampa. Those are probably going to be one, two, three. However, way you shake them. Right. And then last year's wild card teams were were out of that division. It was Carolina and and uh, Columbus, and Montreal just missed it. So. And that was like – I think they had like 95, 96 points. I don't see the Rangers having 95, 96 points. Do you guys? No. Yeah. No. So if they're at, if they're a 500 club, they're not making the playoffs. Even if they're like three games over 500 or even four games over 500, that's probably good for only about 86 points. And based on what last year happened, what happened last year, that's like 10 points out of a playoff spot. So they'll be gone by February, March. So – you know, I think they'll wind up – they are what they are. They'll, they'll be 500, and they'll finish, like, you know, top 10. And we'll be all getting together again, watching the draft lottery and hoping uh, and hoping for some luck, like Chicago got. Right. All right, you want to do some over-unders? Sure. Yeah. All right. Now, last – we're going to start with – we're going to start with some player achievements, and then we'll, and then we'll, do, the, <laughs> we'll do the team last. Now, last year – I had Henrik Lundqvist's, uh his goals against around, I think I had it 2-8 uh, something. And we went over and under. Eddie said under. I said over. And Hank finished with a goals against of 3.07. Hmm. That's going to be the bar. Is Henrik going to be under or over a goals against of 3.07? I go under because he'll play less. I know that doesn't sound like it makes much sense, but I think he'll play somewhere around 45 to 50 games. Played 52 last year. Maybe 45. I was going to say maybe on the lower end. And I think he'll have a better year. I think he'll have a, I think he'll, uh, he'll, he's got a little bit of a better team in front of him. And I think, uh, I don't know him personally, but I know he's very, very competitive. I think he's going to want to bounce back, and I think he'll have a good year, a better year, not a great year. I go under. All right. Eddie? I'm going to say under. Um, I mean, his you know, his all-star shine is off, but I think the Rangers will be scoring more than letting in more, a lot of more offensive zone time, especially in the second half of the season where everything fell apart. I think he's going to be motivated by Georgiev uh, playing well. Uh, so I'm going to go right now. Um, I thought he looked good in the in the preseason after getting that rust off again. Don't want to go crazy in the preseason, but technically, I didn't see anything really fall off. So uh, I, I'm just going to I'm going to even though he you know was over three, I think he's going to be under three this year. I mean, not a lot. You know, he'd be I'd be the two eight area. All right, so we got Joe under, Eddie under. I'm going over. <laughs> All right, last year Henrik had 18 wait, wait, wins. What are your reasons? Because you guys both picked under. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, the factual. Uh... Last year, the hairdo had 18 wins in goal. Joe, will he be under or over 18 wins? Man. We got him in 45 starts. Oh, man, this is tough. Well, there ain't wow. no ties. I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under All right. because I think they're gonna win 
36 games, 35 games, and I think Georgiev may have more wins than Lundqvist. All right. Eddie? I would say over. You are you are on the you are on the Lundquist bandwagon this year. His historic I just said it march. To, Joe said to, under. And <laughs> Henrik Lundquist begins his historic march to twenty wins. Jim Eddie adapted your two more team. wins. I can't believe I went that crazy. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie immediately jumped on your bandwagon of, of thinking. <laughs> I went I went under, so he's going over. over. All right. Last year, Henrik played fifty two games. Will he play? Will he be under that this year or what did over you, what that? Did you, uh, what did you give him for that last? Oh, for 18 wins? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, he'll, be, uh, he'll be under. Okay. And why and is then that? He will win 16 games this year, and MSG will then tout how many straight seasons he's won 15 games or more <laughs> because that's what we do. We lesser We celebrate the lesser expectations like they did with Rick Nash. All of a sudden, it was how many years he'd had 30 goals, and then we were down to how many years he had like 12 goals or more. <laughs> That's called filler. Right. Don't get on Nasher now. Come on. All right. 52, 52 games played. Joe, under? Lower. Edward? Lower. All right. And I will say under as well. Oh. The contrarian? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Lundquist played, you said, 52? Yes. Okay, so Georgiev played probably around 30 to 35 games. Because uh, he probably came in on certain games, right? So Yes. He probably, okay, so he, he, you figure if he played 30, 32, 33 games last year, he'll probably play closer to 40. Uh. He's no, I, I, predict, I predict what will happen is – Hank will play somewhere around 45 games. I think Yorgiev will play maybe 20 to 25 games. And then they will take, when, when, when they have the opportunity, they will take looks at Shestjorkin for maybe 10, 15 games. Unless, unless they make a deal and trade Yorgiev at the trade deadline, which I do think is a possibility as well. But then if they trade him at the deadline, then... Shestjorkin will get about what you're saying, 10 to 15 games, because the deadline is what? Beginning well, of March? Assuming that they don't, you know, yeah. if they have a stretch of games where maybe they can bring Shestjorkin right, up right, and right. let him play a, a game or two right. and send Georgiev. Why am I crazy? They can make it only scenarios. Just make the freaking prediction. <laughs> I, I did make the prediction. I told you what. Um, I unless somebody gets traded, <laughs> unless somebody. I just give me a prediction. <laughs> I did that. All right. I'm just trying to get under your uh, your skin there. You've no, got a great for most of the show, my friend. The great Pavel Butchnevich. Oh. Had 21 yep. goals this year, last year. Will he be over that or under that? I'm going over. On that line, I'm going over. All right. Eddie? I'm going same. Ooh. Wait, wait, hold on. He didn't play the whole season, though, last year. Uh, he missed a bunch of games. Sixty something games. Yeah. Oh, he okay. Missed fifteen, twenty games last year, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I gotta go over. Oh, twenty. Would you say you had twenty-one goals? Uh, twenty-one you, goals. Yeah. Twenty-one goals in sixty-four games. Yeah, unless he goes into the Quinn bin a lot, he's gonna he's gonna eclipse twenty-one. Right, yeah, so I'm gonna go both, over. All right. So you're both going what over. Do you, what do you got, Grumpy Gus? 
<laughs> that came from Pat. That came from, from uh, <laughs> Patty Duke. I'm going under. Oh wow! Really? Oh, yep. this is a spike Joey fan. This is a Joey fans. Why do you think Joey mind just exploded? You think Aaron's going to get the majority goals on that line? And I mean, Zibanejad had. Well, then again, he didn't have Panarin. I just, I, I think he's gonna. I think Pushnevich is gonna struggle this year. Yeah, wow. I think he's gonna get a lot of assists. I think so too. No, we're not counting assists. So I on. know. Look at Grumpy <laughs> Gus is not having any of it. <laughs> Move the discussion along. Let's go. Christopher Kreider had 28 oh. goals last year. Is he gonna have over that or or under that? Joe Catroni. Oh man, I'm going under. Yeah, All I don't right. care how beautiful a man he is. And listen, I took some guff. I'm not saying you ladies don't have superior hockey knowledge to everybody. You, you very well have. But you also have the uh, the good looks factor of going for you girls. And as far as the guys, you like to comment on what they look like. So when I call a guy a lunkhead, I'm not calling him a, a lunkhead because uh, you guys don't have a valid opinion. And, you you know, you're in a spell over his looks. That's not what I'm saying at all. Look, just answer the question, you little punk. Stop with the predictions to make it, you know, <laughs> stop the scenarios I had to clarify things. <laughs> Calm <laughs> down, you mutts. <laughs> Calm down. What now, are you, here's the story. Under. All right. Now, now listen. Are you ready? Are you ready? You'd probably think he's going to go over because most players. should be. I took him to fantasy. Really pick it up a notch. Ready? It's, it's so funny. I just want to say, in two fantasy leagues, I took Kreider because I think he's going to have a good season. But in my head, I, I think he's not. It's so weird. Go ahead. Chris Kreider's going over. Wow. Oh. Chris Kreider. Over to St. Louis? Is over gonna, to St. Louis? Is that where he's going? Right. Uh-huh. He's going to score 32 goals wow. before his, <laughs> and then get traded to Boston. At the uh, I don't want to see that. Chris Kreider, 32 goals this year. You watch. This is This is the year. All right. This is the year he's saying it's for five years. Well, this is it. I really mean it this year. Okay. All right. I hope so. Now, now it's time to get. It. Now it's time to get a little crazy. Capo Caco, twenty goals, over or under? Joe Catroni. Over. Eddie. Under. He's a 20, 40, 20, 30 guy. 50 points. I think so, too. Going over. Because why not? So, Eddie, you think he's going to have about 35 assists, 15 goals? I think he's, like I said, I think he's going to have more assists. I think he's 20, 30, 50 points. Kako's going to score 24 goals, and Joe Fortunato will write that Capo Kako's taking precious minutes away from Pavel Butchnevich. <laughs> and, he's, mean, and, and he's the reason why Pavel Butchnevich has a 16-goal season. I mean, what did that guy Pedersen have for Vancouver last year? I think he had 25 goals. That sounds about right. Right? I think so. Yeah, yeah I think he's – yeah, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with the 20-30. I mean, rookies usually don't light it up with 30, 35 goals. I'm, right. And, right. And if he gets 20, 25, that's yeah. a, a tremendous success. Right. Which means he's over. Yeah, I'm going to go over. Nope. All right. All right. So uh, I got one more player. How about Tony D'Angelo? 30 points last year. Going over or under? Joe? Over. 
right. He didn't play. How many games did he play? He missed a bunch. Uh, probably, he probably played 60 games. Tony D'Angelo played uh, 61 games. Yeah, I'll say over, and he'll be a minus 48. <laughs> no, no, no. I think he'll go over. I think he'll go over. The kid's got he a, He was a kid, plus player kid. last year. He's one of the few plus players on that defense last year. All right, yeah, Eddie, I'll... over. I'm going over. Tony D'Angelo will score 45 points this year just to, just to piss off those that hate him because of his political views. Oh, you got to let that go, too. That's <laughs> old news. It's not old news. I still see it all the time. Well, get off that Twitter. Oh, well. It's not just Twitter. Anyway. All right. Last year's Rangers team won 32 games. Eddie, will they win more games or less games? I think they're going to win more games. This is regulation and uh, shootout overtime. Uh, Yes. Yes. Wins include overtime wins. I will say on the just the virtue that they will not be as bad three on three and I think they've kind of stayed the same in the shootout now even though they lost Zuccarello and sort I think they'll have they'll be over that total okay Joe I'm going over by a few I think they're they're about a 30 35 36 win team yep and I'm going over as well and and I think yeah they're they're a 30 36 yeah. win 35 36 wins I, I mean you know last year the Atlantic had five teams in the playoffs. The Metro only had three. And I think that's exactly how it's going to happen again. I, I think Montreal, I think you put Montreal in there over maybe Columbus and maybe even Florida over Carolina. Maybe. No, I think the, the only differences I see. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I think Florida is getting better. Now they got Bobrovsky. Columbus loses Bobrovsky. They lost Panarin, they seem to be trending downwards. I could see that certainly happening. Yeah. And, you know, Toronto and Boston and Tampa in the top three, I don't think they're budget. So, you know, I, I I don't see any more than three teams out of the Metro, to be honest with you. All right. So, Joe, you're a no on the playoffs, right? No on the playoffs. I think they'll be a 500 team. Eddie, are you a yes or a no on the playoffs? I'm a no. Uh, they're on the precipice of making the playoffs. I mean, you never know. The team could get hot. They could get very, uh, you know, there could be a, an excitement. Uh, but I just think the lack of these guys playing together, I don't think you can figure it out in 15 games or 20 games. Uh, it takes a while. The defense, to me, is a big question mark. I don't know how they're going to play in their own zone. Um, they certainly did not look all that hot in preseason, what they were throwing out there. The fact that you're going to have Brendan Smith starting on the team. Brady Shea, to me, is a big question mark. Jacob Truba's new. Uh, I know he's going to add something. You've got Libor Hayek, or Libor Hajik, as he's known in other circles. Uh, unknown quantity, first year. Mark Stahl, he's a one-dimensional player. He'll play defense, but he's going to add nothing on the offense. You got Tony D'Angelo, who to me is a guy that shows a lot of good, but then he'll take a step backwards. Hopefully he gets out of that funk. Again, not a defensive stalwart. I don't think they're going to be able to keep the puck out of the net, uh, which as much as they need to to make the playoffs. Hank is diminished. Uh, 
you know, I hope I got a lot of hope for him. I hopefully he'll bounce back. You'll give one play enough to really, really make a difference. So I think they're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, that's my definitive answer. But with the NHL, you never know. We've seen a lot of teams turn around real quickly that we had no expectations of. But I think it, the Rangers are one year away from that. Diane says our predictions aren't worth shit. Predictions and $10 will get you on the subway. Pretty well, much. we're doing a show and we have to fill up airtime, Diane. So <laughs> this is what we do. Right. What can I tell you? Uh-oh. All right. I think Real I think the I think the the Rangers will be in the playoff race until mid March, and then they have a killer last three weeks of the season that I think will sink will will pretty much separate them from the playoff pack. They've got a lot of road games at, towards the end of the year against very good teams, and I think that'll be the death knell for the for this year's team. They'll miss the playoffs, and it'll be and it won't be the end of the world. They'll be just fine. Yeah, and they'll wind up slotted ninth or tenth for the draft lottery. Right. And then hopefully we're done with the draft lottery after this. Right. They got a wacky schedule, by the way. Did you see this, right? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, oh, yeah. they, 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 they go a whole week before they play Edmonton. Right. And then and then almost another week before they play the Devils, I think so, it is. So terrible. Even they play five, five games the first three weeks of the season. Ooh, what the, What is that all about? Uh-huh. And and I know, haven't they been kind of over the last couple of years? They've been kind of given that break week off the teams, right? Yeah, right. right. Not the first, second, third weeks of the season. It's wacky. They're gonna play. They're gonna play five games in sixteen days, and then they're gonna play five games in nine days. Yeah, so so bad. You know, I'm really surprised that Lindgren didn't make the team. To be really honest with you, you guys asked me about Heedle and. Kravtsov. Uh, Kravtsov, I wasn't really surprised. Heedle, because he made the team last year and he stayed, I thought he would have made the team. Uh, I don't think he played in, uh, well enough to make the team, but probably a little bit better maybe than a, a Haley, you know, or I don't know, but whatever. Uh, Lindgren, I really, I thought he played well enough to earn a spot and get a look with the big club for the first nine games at least. Yeah. I agree. I mean, agree. I agree. Just in as a de facto guy, in place of Smith, who shouldn't be there. Right. Uh, I like Brian Lindgren's game. I like the way he's got a little bit of grit to him. But I guess they're going. With, I think this is the last push for Brendan Smith. They're going to say, "Listen, Brendan, you play. You play well. You stay. If you're not, you're gone. And you know we've got to yeah. move on." He'll probably have a pretty short leash at the beginning of the season. Right. I hope they've called Lindgren sometime th- during the season. He's he's fun to watch. Me too. Yes. I hope so too. Yeah. All right, boys. All, All right, right, Joe. Thanks for joining us. Once yeah. again. Thanks, Joe. By the way, I, I was catching up on the shows. The Dan Rosen piece was nice. Yeah, yeah he was great. Nice. He was great. Okay. Good was guest. Awesome. All Thank right. you for helping us with that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Anytime. All right. All good, right. good things. All right, Bill. I'll All see right, you. Joe. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Joe. Good All right. Have you had enough? Uh, Longest show we've done in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to also make a plea to the people out there. People who have not subscribed to us on Patreon, we need your money. (laughs) We need to continue to do these shows because, you know, we block talk is still up. It's costing us all kinds of fish nagels. This thing is a whole other thing. 
and we need the show to continue. And Jim's got a busy life. He's got like so many women in his life. I can't even count them. Uh, I, me, I got bands. I got things. And we want to continue to bring you these guests and everything like that. So don't be shy. Open up those purse strings. Donate to Patreon. Keep us on the air. Uh, I see a lot of these podcasts, they threaten, well, we're not doing a show. If you don't uh, give us this much money, this and that, we're not into that. We're a bunch of friends getting together, having fun. We don't make threats. Right. You know, we may want to beat each other up about an opinion or so. But nothing about like that. So, we got hundreds your- of people, uh, you know, a couple of thousand people listen to this show every week. So, so you all put a dollar in a month. Dollar. And you, you got the address. It's right there on the screen. www.patreon.com slash blue shirt underground. Even I like watching this show back. I go on my TV. I got the smart TV. I watch the show on your TV. I don't have to watch it on my computer or phone. It's like a, it's like a show I always would want to watch. This is the show. So keep us on the air. It's like PBS over here. Gonna All right, we'll, we'll, we'll even make you a tote bag. Yeah, we'll send you a prize. We'll send you, you know, something. Right. I get you a pin, the Brady Shea naked, <laughs> waist down, if you want. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, whatever you need. We're here to supply it for I, you. I didn't know we had those. And even it, it, just to make it, you know, and when we do, I tell you, we appreciate it all, man. I mean, we really do. We do. And we just want to keep doing this forever. And like we've always said, you know, the, the, the money, a lot of the money you guys donate goes right back into the show. It pays for the pays for the subscriptions. It pays for the it pays for the parties, stuff we, we give away. away. You know, all that stuff we bring to the viewing parties, the shirts, the 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 hats, the cups, the stickers, the pins, all of that. It's where the money comes from. So, we, you know, we do appreciate it. And, you know, we don't just sit on the pile of money here. You know, so uh, I don't, Chris Janet. I do not get what you. Why do you like the block talk show better than this show? I have no idea. The uh, what is it? The theater of the mind. I don't know what's going on with you, but uh, it's taken me a bit to warm up to this format. But I like it. Uh, we, no, we're still BTR bitches because a lot of our clips are still on there. Right, we, it was, we have to export them. So, right. so anyway, I figure I give you that pitch before the season starts. You'll hear it again during the season. Let's go, Rangers! You're gonna hear uh, it a lot. You're gonna hear it a lot, <laughs> and it's gonna be exciting times. And you know, a lot of you are already on the, you know, Patreon subscribers, and we appreciate it. And I'm gonna start posting those old games once the pucks drop. They're gonna come every week. Jim's got his post games. Guys hanging around doing post games after wins and losses. That's dedication. And where else uh, get this? There, nobody else has got people calling in. This and that. You heard it all. And you're still putting the shows on YouTube, right? Yeah. And tomorrow we'll have it uploaded to, to uh, iTunes for those of you that, that like to listen to it on iTunes. Oh, they, they, it's not up, right? Like five minutes after we're done, they flip out. I know. I, I usually hear if it's not up the next day. I know, but that shows you how dedicated they are. I'm glad that they want to listen. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I am too. All right. 
It's time for bed, kids. Chris Kreider next week. <laughs> and Patty Duke will be <laughs> doubling her, her prescription. I mean her subscription. If, if we were to get Chris Kreider back on a video, we'd just let Jen and uh, Patty do the show. They both uh, like Kreider. All right. Well, listen. God bless. God bless. <laughs> the podcast is always delayed. No need to look at a guest sitting in the dark. Audio is all that is necessary, and I miss the sound clips. That's what all Chris right. Jarnett said. Fair. Fair. We're You're still working kidding. on a way to come up with the sound clips here. And bear with us with the technology. We gotta, we gotta move forward, Chris. Everybody, everybody and their brothers got some shitty ass podcast. There's a hundred Ranger podcasts out there now. We gotta be cutting edge. We're Eddie and I are young. We're forward thinking, cutting edge. Right, we're trailblazers in this. We're industry. not like those old guys at Blue Shirt Breakaway or bantering the Blue Shirts or the Ranger Radio or or your sister's ass podcast for the Rangers. All this other shit. We're on the, you know, we're in the, we gotta, we gotta stay at the forefront of all of this. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We love you. All right, take care. Eddie, always a pleasure. We love you. Let's go, Rangers. Good night, everybody.